Hey, how's it going, guys? Travis here, back with another subpar episode. <laughs> hey, it's Ty, and uh, modern science cannot possibly describe at its current level how much I love you all, and you should be afraid because that's that's a lot. Hey, this is Britton. I just wanted to tell everyone here that sharks are extremely smooth. <laughs> hey, this is Isaac, and I am the reason this is an extremely subpar episode. And that makes me Brady. And this is another episode of The Amateur Take. You know, this is actually like a, a pretty um, exciting episode. It's a, it's a dual episode. Uh, the bigger part of the episode is going to be a nice guest episode with Isaac. He's uh, he's down in town for a little while. We wanted to get him on. We're technically in our break for the holidays, but we couldn't miss this opportunity. It's more of a bonus episode. And the smaller part Hell of yeah, this uh, double feature bonus episode is an apology My penis. video. <laughs> audio. It's an a, apology an audio. A, a, apology. Now you have two things audio. to apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. I <laughs> fucked up. The Wheel of Time TV show is not great. Unless you haven't read the books. If you've read the books, it's not great. <laughs> like, actually, like, if you, like, try to put the books out of your mind, no, would it great. be great without... No, it's great. Okay. It, it's, it, it honestly is going to be a really great piece of television, but from a fan of the books, ooh, it's okay. so yeah. goddamn frustrating. Like, it, me and my friend both yeah. read them, and we had a <clears throat> two-hour conversation just bitching about how they butchered it but like if you watch it because you know i'm an adult i can put myself in that frame of mind yeah and i did while i was watching it i was analyzing it as someone who hasn't read the books and i was like you know this would be pretty pretty damn great this would be pretty damn fantastic uh it's just i have to work towards getting over the fact that it's just yeah they they fucked up a lot of shit would you uh, say this series has a cult following <laughs> Well, you didn't do it. <laughs> I was getting there. We're, we're talking about cults today. Yeah. I was going to say just real quick. That's the same thing that happened to DMC Devil May Cry. Yeah. It's like it, it kind of shits on the rest of the genre. Okay. In it, yeah. No, I, actually, I watched a video essay on that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it really shits on the rest of the, rest of the, not genre. I don't know why I said that. The rest of the series. Series. But like the game by itself is actually very, it's fucking awesome. That shit happens. It's yeah. like a. I think it was made by a different studio. So it almost makes me afraid of like adaptations to book series I love. But. Yeah. That's like, going to happen. I read The Expanse and the TV show is phenomenal. Like they, like from a person who hasn't read the books, it's great. From person who's read the books, it's great. They did a great job. But that's not what we're talking about today. Yeah. We're talking about cults and a friend of ours who's kind of culty. We're gonna call him uh, Dick. I don't know. We're gonna call him different names. Over we're gonna over call again. him Jack. 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 Jack Daniels. <laughs> also, Daniel fucking I mean, died. <laughs> Daniel fucking died. Uh, yeah, and Brady's well and alive. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, all. <laughs> Hello, I'm Brady. high. <laughs> Wait, we could do a, a summoning circle like we did with uh, Daniel, but instead of "I'm just happy to be here," chanted. It's well, just a bunch of I'm CBD high gummies. It's just, I'm high. CBD okay. gummies that <laughs> pile full of hash in, in the a rim. <laughs> Speaking of cults, speaking of cults, <laughs> we're summoning Brady, <laughs> our dark lord. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but for real though, um, yeah, we're going over cults today. And 
I'm really, really betting on you guys to lead into some subjects on this because I don't have a lot to say personally about them, um, but I definitely have commentary on it. So, oh, I've I've got a lot to say. We have a lot of personal experience with other people, and I just have like raw knowledge. I guess if I'm talking in like relation to like Jack Daniels, and yes, I have quite a bit of expertise in cults. Yeah, I just listen to fucking cult videos all day long, or like videos about cults all day long. That's all I did. So that's like before today, I know nothing about cults. I watched all those videos that you watched. Yeah, but it's been a while. But like like Isaac said, uh, our friend Jack pretty out there uh-uh, uh-uh. take that back not a, he's not a friend yes he used to be our friend. <laughs> the individual that we do know that we make, are referring to as jack the one formerly known as friend let's go ahead and start there so we have a friend named jack we went to school with him and uh he, he's pretty wild he didn't have the best home life and that probably Look, I'm not a psychiatrist. So I'm not going to pretend to be. He's got he's got issues. Let's just say that. You don't have well, to be a psychiatrist to know that. Me, me and me and uh, I'm not qualified to make those statements. But me and Travis were good friends with him. He's extremely gullible, and that is like a, a gullible people are the main prey of cults. So he's extremely gullible. Uh, me and Travis at one point, con- <laughs> for I think it was two weeks, we had him convinced that we were actual honest to god wizards. How how old was Jack when you were convincing <coughs> oh, him that God. y'all were wizards? We were in, uh, I think, eighth grade. Yeah, we were in middle school. So oh, so 18. too old. Too old. Old enough to have reason. <laughs> well, here's yes. how here's how we did it, too. Well, he uh, was above fourth grade, so yes. So we were passing it's notes. Four in, years too late. We were passing notes in class, and we deliberately dropped the notes, like, in the hallway or something, like, between, like, somewhere he could see it. Right. And he'd pick it up and read it, because of course he would, right? I mean, wouldn't you? And it would be talking, it would be our secret conversation about magic and like spells and shit. Oh, the we, gathering. We, we, went, we went all like runic, like created our own fucking alphabet and shit. Oh, we like, went hardcore into it. And he, he like, you could tell like he was like trying to figure out how to bring it up. And it like finally two weeks later he brought it up and he was like, guys, I know. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I need you guys to teach me, please. Teach I, me. Your I've ways. wanted this my whole life. So what you're saying is you are directly responsible for Jack believing in the Chrysophia and that the moon is not real and that the pyramids no, were ancient power plants. Now, actually, there is some merit to that. Okay, now the, not because of the magic thing, but a friend of mine introduced me to a cult. I didn't know it was a cult at the time. It's called spirit science, and being a young, dumb man, teen, whatever, being a dumbass, a young kid, I looked into it, and you know it's really predatory because the way that spirit science and a lot of other places suck people in is they speak with confidence and portray themselves as a person of authority on whatever they're talking about. And he talked about a lot of things, and without any research. Uh, and it, especially emotionally, it made a lot of sense. Intellectually, it doesn't. Because we tried to watch a video a few days ago together. We were talking about doing this podcast. And it's just like, it's one of the newer videos this guy put out. And it was like, dude, every other sentence is like, wow. And here for the bullshit starts. This is so <laughs> stupid. But like back, you know, when you're a kid, you're dumb. It is what it is. That's part of growing up. Now, now we're smart, but <laughs> smarter, less dumb. But yeah, he's a... Uh, I got introduced to that, and I introduced Jack 
to it. And uh, oh man, yeah, that was close. <laughs> so it's your fault. <laughs> I introduced Jack to it, and uh, he got really into it. And it it didn't take me too long to sort of fall out of it because I started to realize, yeah, this is kind of dumb. And even if it wasn't dumb, it really doesn't have any bearing on my actual real life. But any, anyway, like, what what do, what do you guys got to say? You all have fingers up. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to touch base on the whole Jack thing, and you're absolutely right. Like, to for somebody to fall into a a cult, especially in or like a predatory means like that, like uh, you, you say that you say you know children are like teenagers are stupid, and I think we can all agree on that. We all made bad choices at, as teenagers for the most part, um, but also these these cults or groups or whatever you want to call them uh, will also like single out like uh, people that are uh, socially outcasted or people that um, feel like they have no sense of like um, like friendship or camaraderie amongst their peers. And they'll reach out to these groups. And one thing I want to say about spirit signs, real quick, is I noticed peaked so hard. I noticed in watching it again that it is like the animation and the telling of it is like geared like towards like young adults. Uh Like it almost comes across as like the the Bill Nye, the Science Guy equivalent of oh yeah of spirituality. And as as a young teenager, it was very easy to watch. And it was very easy to fill your mind with this idea that this could be real. Because the entire time, they're not telling you this is real. They're telling you that it, it, it's very highly possible that it's real. To no, they, 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 are, they are saying, like, they're presenting it as fact. They're, they're yeah, presenting they, it. They definitely make an affirmative statement. They, they, I remember, they say, this is what this is. And we found this, which... It, which tells us the, this. Correct. The thing saying, is, they're I, so sneaky about it, though, because they'll say it as fact with so much confidence, but they leave, they'll say, they use the words that are just a little vague enough where you can't look up exactly what they're saying to disprove them. They'll, they'll back it with questions of their own that actually come out later as if they already have the answer to that question. Yeah. Which kind of like, it even furthers this, this belief and faith in them. Um, they'll they'll follow with a question like I don't know could this be possible? <clears throat> well, let's go down fourteen avenues about why it is possible. Yeah. And no, you're absolutely right. I I didn't really like other than the one episode we watched. Uh, everything else I'm just going off of memory. Um, I remember them going into like math mathematics and geometry. like the Fibonacci sequence. They did a lot of geometry. They did sacred geometry. That was a really big part of their thing. Oh, dude, the uh, the Peruvian man. Mm-hmm. Did did you watch that video? Yeah. Dude, that is fucking nuts. And, it's so crazy the leaps they make. Right. It's it just like, and looking back, it's kind of shitty what me and Ty did. But at the time, like, What's Jack, the ma- Jack the magic was our, thing? Jack was just our, he was, he was a friend. Look, man. So we, we were just fucking with him, right? The, like, the magic thing was like, a it's, a, it's just a prank, It's a prank, bro. bro. <laughs> it's a, but no, like, going forward into life, though, uh, where me and Ty grew up and kind of, you know, you know, grew our own intellect on these things. And, I mean, we were out of this phase by, like, ju- not junior, by, like, our freshman sophomore year like we were out of it yeah you know like oh that's cool okay well we're done with that you know and let's continue he he didn't stay in that phase from what i remember he dove he deep into religion he went he went into religion he went into uh, well i mean he went into religion but he went heavily into other cultures religion he became like this open-ended sentence of every belief system and so he could find where he belonged and in a way it's like it's it's kind of sad that you know he reached this far and deep for these things, but um, ultimately it kind of fried his brain. The, the well, was, it was the drugs that fried his brain. I believe. I mean, he went from into these drugs, 
under the impression that he was finding enlightenment. I mean, from what I've heard, if you take enough shrooms, you're going to believe whatever you think. He definitely has, like, all right, so even if it's not the drugs, uh, because of the incident that he was in, which we're not going to talk about, uh, but I will say he was in an incident which required, which caused a significant, probably caused significant brain damage, as uh, significant blood loss will do. So that might have had a big effect on it, but he was a little, he was a little, he was a little out there. very far out there before he, that event so he, he was always out there and i mean it wasn't just me and ty that played like this prank on jack like we had a couple of other friends of ours um they'll and, say their names <laughs> i'm not i'm not but i will mention the the cult that was brought up around it was like the uh the black dragon society i don't know if you guys have ever looked into it that I've, never even, a, I've never that, even heard of that, that wasn't was more a of like a gang no that he he presented it to jack as a it was a Russian like basically like yes. a PMC yes. and he was a part of it as a teenager what is a PMC? in high school private military contractor no. mercenary ba- yeah no. basically okay. and, and he, that he was being, <coughs> that he was being watched that these vans were driving around his neighborhood watching him and I remember going to his house like to stay the night and like he lives in like a trailer and trailers like especially the trailer in this condition thin houses thin houses that, uh, thin thin walls thin walls make noises you know. And we would be like laying in bed, or I'd be laying on his couch, you know, and whatever. And you would hear like a like a knock at the window, mind you. There are literally like trees on his roof, and you would just hear like a knock. And he would like get super paranoid. And you know, at the time, being, drugs. At the time, being a teenager, like I was kind of like you know adding on with it, like yo, what was that? And he's like, it's the Black Dragon Society. They know where I live. You just gotta sleep through it. Like trying to like calm me. And I'm like, brother, you are having a breakdown right now. You know, like you're telling me to calm down. You're like borderline bordering up your windows because a, a tree knocked on your window. So you you convinced Jack that he was in this mercenary outfit? I did not convince Jack. Um, another one of our uh, good friends did. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure of the uh, our other good friend's reasoning behind doing this. It was a meme, bro. But... I, I He's a shitter. He's always been a shitter. Yeah, yeah. Our other friend has always been a shitter. So the other friend convinced Jack that Jack was in a mercenary. No, he group. convinced Jack that he was in a PMC. He he convinced him like occasionally go away for like a week, it re- and it would be because he was going to Russia and stuff. It was it was wild, man. And Jack tried to sell me on it so many times. I'm like, bro, bro, that's just bullshit. Granted, like, it wouldn't surprise me if the Russians were using child soldiers. Fair. But I don't think they're going to use American high school children. No, no the Ru- I think that's going to be a little bit. They're literally, like, the Russians literally are using child soldiers. Like, yes, they, fucking, wanted, there's a school, there's a video I saw. There's, there's a, a TV school. show about it. Yeah. He, he wanted it to come Hannah. out, though, as though. It's fucking nuts. He wanted it to come out, That's another whole thing. Our friend was like, uh, our friend was like some freaking like sleeper cell, you mm. know, when like. Uh, Jack was now being like a part of this, um, and I, I, dude. There's so many other things though, about this guy. Like, let's not get too carried away with it because we are here to talk about cults. Yeah. Um, no, no. This, also, this, I had a question this about is the definitely science, a cult, though. spirit science thing. Do you remember? Um, I guess I can say a landmark, right? Like a location. Sure. Like Baby Galvez. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if that was like, you know, because where we live. Um, anyways, like there, there was even times there was this thing he called the the nightmare trail or the nightmare walk. And he believed you had to walk <laughs> down it to be initiated into this. Uh, I don't remember if it was the, uh, the Black Dragon Society. No, or it was. Else. 
What it was is it was a trail in the woods, and it led to a chimney our, that burned down. Our shitter friend and his brother <laughs> would uh, he would get people to go on there and walk down the trail, and him and his brother would be in the woods making noises and like all kinds. Basically, of shit. mentally hazing this guy. You know, it's fucked up, but that's what kids do. I guess. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Let's fast forward out of the kid aspect, though, and into modern day. Where he yeah, was believing goddesses controlled his life and that yes. kind of stuff, he right? Told me, he, told me, uh, he told me several crazy things. He said, uh, all language on Earth is a form of mind control perpetuated by the Christian religion. <laughs> every single language. So, like... like oh, Japanese, like everyone, fucking this. This has worked phenomenally Native, well. Native American, even even that pygmy tribe, no one's allowed to go to off yeah. the coast of Apparently India. Christianity was managed to in this, and and the reason the reason and to back his beliefs because I do remember a little bit of this. He he was really good about finding texts to back his statement. Um, he cherry picked things. He, he would cherry pick things. Oh like yeah, the, the I mean tower, you can cherry pick anything. I think is what it's called. The tower <coughs> yeah, Babylon, Tower of Babel. Um, where, according to like the Christian religion, you know, once the tower fell, everybody's like languages and everything was split up because God didn't want these people speaking the same language because they were building a tower to reach Him. And it's the, close enough, but right, yeah, you but got like, the idea. <laughs> it's the it's, gist of it. It's, it's, it's the, the gist, I guess. He, it's he close. Like, he would try to like back that that scripture and say like, this is where Christianity like would you know change the language or. Turn, um, your, turn your mic down so it's actually pointing because you're like way quieter than the what rest about of us. Now? That's better. That's better. Yeah. Okay. No, like he, he would ch- exactly what I said. He would cherry. Yeah, pick that's like, better. He would cherry pick like certain doctrines and shit and like try to make it sound like kind of like what spirit science does. You know, he, he literally became the living embodiment of spirit science. Except okay. Over so a lot of things. Before we go any farther, yeah. I tried to look up spirit science. Yeah, on YouTube, YouTube channel. Right. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's all I found. I wasn't sure if that was it. And then the person, uh, y'all, I don't know if I can name Telltale? Telltale. Okay, yeah. Telltale, the person y'all told me to look up, did a video over it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was wondering. Is that the same? Like, is the channel the same thing you told? Is Was that what you were telling me to look up? Yeah, like, like Telltale did a video on it. I was yeah. saying, like, you could watch that. And well, it was a, a channel. A primer. Yeah. But yeah, the channel is that's the one that's with the ex- animated like little ragdoll figure. Yeah, yeah that's yes. the one. Okay. And like that I didn't look at any of that cuz I didn't think that was what I was supposed to look that's at. It. So I don't know what spirit science is. So it's basically a new age philosophy slash religion slash woo magic bullshit. Okay. Uh, to convince people that like some of the beliefs are that you are not physical. You are vibrations and energy just that we are Perceiving in a physical they, they form. They talk about chakras. They said they said okay. things like certain colors <clears throat> will stimulate certain chakras and shit. Like it's all tied into a certain geometrical shape. To it's like there's a bunch of wild. The okay. Atlanteans created us and like set the great flood. That's some of the other kind of stuff that he said. Literally the okay. name of it, spirit science. Like they're trying to like bring spirituality and science to to one point. Okay. And doing a um, terrible and job. Doing at a terrible it. job at it. And actually, the video we watch, I believe they're trying to make a like a physical place now, like a, almost like a church. They didn't use the word church. Yeah. No, he said he was trying to. So they want to they want to start like a I think he knows more about There it. there are physical places that they do this kind of stuff. Uh one of them I think it's in Costa Rica 
one of those weird places that like rich people run one of off those to to do third world countries. Uh, Costa Rica is not bad. Epstein Island. It's one of those like <laughs> Epstein Island <laughs> that would probably fit in very well with these people. Yeah. Wasn't there some allegations brought against a uh, uh, Telltale guy at some point? Was I there? I don't think it was the Telltale guy. It was the, it was the spirit science guy. <clears throat> That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. No, yeah. Tel- and Telltale. He, okay, I was about to say for, like I'm gonna be for, really for sad those, here for, for a those second. of you who don't know Telltale is a YouTuber. He's really great. He is an ex uh, Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's yeah, Witness. Jehovah's Witness. He, he covers cults <laughs> very well, very informative. He's very impartial. I, this a guy, lot, he a lot cares. more educated than we are. Yeah, he does yeah. a lot of great stuff. If oh, you really want to know about these things, he lived in that shit for 18, he, 19 he years. Came, he came out of a very well-known modern-day cult. Like, no. um, I mean, I'm sorry to anybody that's listening that is Jehovah's Witness, um, but for the sake of this, I, I don't. Is that, is that safe? Can we talk on that? Yeah, it's, it's a cult. Like, okay, so Jehovah's Witness. I will Witnesses, say some of it's deeper than others because I have a coworker that's, I mean, that's Jehovah's Witness. Like, that's and, the, and, that, with, and that's what I was going to say. It's like some of it's like deeper Freemasons. than others. The thing is that like we're not hating on people who are in cults, I don't think. I mean, it's not, no. not. Yeah. I'm hating on and I'm shitting on the ideology and the Correct. things yeah. that damage people and damage society. Oh, I'll shit on the guy behind Spirit Science, though. He's well, a piece he's, of shit. Oh, yeah, and the leaders of these cults. Grifters are different than people. Yeah, I'll shit on them, too. But like, watch some. He is. He's a grifter. Yeah. Watch some Telltale. Like, I mean, he he grew up. He was a Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. And what's so interesting about him is he he was devout to his religion for a while, um, and, or his beliefs for mm-hmm. a while. And then over time, he found you know the how like shitty and backdoor a lot of yeah, things how fucking were. terrible it was exactly. Yeah. And now he'll come out and he doesn't just talk on Jehovah's Witnesses. He talks on um, a everything. Lot, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but predominantly Jehovah's Witnesses because that's something he has firsthand experience in. And um, he'll even say it himself. He's like, I was gullible, I was young, and I was raised into this. Yeah, I mean, his and parents were, like, he was first generation. Yeah, he was, he was literally generation. born into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. He was born into it. And, <clears throat> um, I mean, some of the, the propaganda, and I'll call it that, that Jehovah's Witnesses put out, it's mm-hmm. it's terrible. Like, they brainwash kids. They don't let them um, have their own uh, views. Dude, you should have watched some of the videos. <clears throat> Sophia like, and Caleb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. yes. That, that whole series is just... It's bad. Like, um, there's one episode in particular I watched Telltale uh, go over, um, but it was like a birthday party. Oh, you know, know, like these kids are celebrating a birthday, and Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't believe in holidays like that, or yeah. birthdays and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he ate like a cupcake or something like that. The kid did, uh, Caleb did, and he got home, and like his family found out about it, and they were like, You did what? You know, and they tried to make it sound like, um, like you're bad for doing that. Like in a very Dude, in a very like some PG beliefs. way, yeah. they were saying like, "Don't do that again because we don't want you to do that." Mm-hmm. They try to play it off though, like we care about you, and that's you don't. that's one of the things that Telltale does phenomenally well is he breaks down these cults and how they're oh, harmful yeah. and in what ways, right. and like <clears throat> what he normally uses is the bite model. And if you haven't heard of that, I definitely recommend looking oh, into God. it. There were, he has a few videos entitled like something bite experiment or something. I never got to those. So the bite model is. Uh, one of the best ways to determine if something is a cult. It stands for behavior control, information control, Mm -hmm. thought control, and emotional control. And essentially what it is is it's four different quadrants on how a cult manifests itself within someone's life. Uh, So like one of the things you see with a lot of cults, uh, behavior control, it's us against the world. It's this cult. Anyone who is doing anything against you is uh, of the world and they're trying to harm your eternal soul or whatever the the cult's threat is. And it's that implied threat trying to behave modify how they behave information information control is kind of like hey we are the only ones who are going to tell you the truth the world these fake scientists are trying to tell you that the 
Earth isn't flat and it's really flat as hell and they're just faking it. That kind of stuff. I mean, I'm not saying Jehovah's Witnesses believe in a flat Earth, but it's that kind of ideology and that yeah. kind of like sure. tailoring of information what people receive. Right. And then same with the thought and emotional control. Uh, like you, what we were saying with the uh, Caleb and Sophia thing with the kid eating the cupcake. It's a fucking cupcake and they're sitting here trying to make kids feel bad about eating fucking sweets and celebrating Dude, their it's friends' It's fucking insane. Like there's one of the things that my coworker uh, well, one of the other coworkers told me about what the Jehovah's Witness is. They, like, on the surface, it sounds fine. Like, if you're in a religion like Christianity, you're not supposed to idolize other people because you're, you're supposed to idolize yes, Jesus, God, and Jesus, or whatever. And, or not whatever, but like, whatever your belief right. is. I'm not trying to like brush that off. But one of the things is in the same thing in the Jehovah's Witness, you're not supposed to idolize other people. What goes so far is he wouldn't accept a recipe that he enjoyed eating like one of one of the coworkers one of my coworkers brought food in and he enjoyed it and he ate it he enjoyed it and then he tried to give he he tried the my other coworker tried to give him a recipe and he was like I can't take that that's idolizing like idolizing what and he was like idolizing you that's your recipe I can't take it well that's crazy that's fucking insane yeah that's like it's a recipe yeah. for like a fucking deep dish pizza or whatever it was I don't remember but it's just fucking that's that's nuts um, if nobody else had anything to say on Jehovah's Witnesses, I want to touch base on something else real quick. Ooh. Ooh. So uh, the reason why we brought up Telltale is, is I accidentally said him instead of uh, Spirit Science. Telltale is a great YouTuber. Go check him out. The allegations, I just looked them up. They are real. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, spicy. And it's something we really can't talk about uh, here on the podcast. Oh. But he did do some things, very bad things to a to a ex-girlfriend yeah typical cult behavior yeah he, he coerced her to do some things he, he's not a good guy he's done some messed up stuff apparently there's also if you, I'm not gonna read too far into it All, the only thing I really know about him that's negative is like the fact that he's a piece of crap and he convinces all these people to believe in his cult but apparently he's also like very uh, anti-Semitic and misogynistic and other stuff like that. Oh, those are yeah. typical cult, cult behavior. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But but he did. He does have some uh, legal. He's in some. He had some legal trouble. The only reason he sort of got away from it is because uh, some legal loophole stuff. But if you were more interested in that, you can look it up yourself. His uh, just look up Spirit Science creator. Uh, find out his name. Look up allegation. <clears throat> Spicy. Yes. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being facetious. Yeah, <laughs> but he's he's definitely not a not a good guy. Um, so I want to touch base on something and just a quick preface on this. This is not bringing a religion into the light of cult. I want to say this in text of a group of people gathering uh, weekly, becoming a cult in themselves, and and the power that has on people. Congratulations, um, if you're listening to this, you're now part of our cult. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, this, this is more like a, a personal story. Um, again, it's not really a cult, but it, it borderline follows a cult, so I feel like I just want to say it. Um, so growing up, I'm not going to say the name of it, but I went to a church. It was a Southern Baptist church, right? Nothing on religion. Religion is totally fine. It's good to have a belief system. What was bad about this situation, however, is the the people that were um, participating in this specific church 
Um, they were all related. It was a very out in the woods kind of church. It was mm-hmm. very Resident Evil Four kind of vibes. Cool, spicy. And, um, so what was interesting about this though is everybody in the church was blood kin, and all the the deacons and everybody were related to each other, and they would all hang out after church, and they became this very tight knit group. Which again, not a bad thing, except for the way that this is about to build up. Um, so within the church, you know, church, like a group of people gathers every week, you're going to get gossip, right? It's going to happen. People are going to talk shit on other people, whatever. Um, but it was getting down to a point in this church over the years that I was going um, where the, the pastor um, became basically a like a, a figure himself um, where everything that the pastor did or talked about or whatever was idolized over um, the Bible that we were reading. And um, to go on to say whenever we would have church service instead of reading and studying the bible which you know christians do um we would sooner talk about football or um we would talk about um the state of political being like the the political world around us and growing up you don't go to church to learn about the political environment you go to learn about god right and this being a backwoods church was heavily inclined towards the republican side of things heavily right wing um, as you and, are. as Yeah, and it became like this, it, it was almost like a propagandist type style where like, um, if it was like election day or anything like local or whatever, um, it was heavily incentivized that you vote right. Or, um, I mean, obviously when I was going to this church, like Trump wasn't an office or anything like that. Um, but the, the presidential powers that were... If they were George W. Bush, if they were Democratic stance, they would basically talk shit on him. Like, uh, we can do better for this country, and we don't need him. Or if it was somebody right coming in, he's the person that God chose to put in front of us, and we need to do this and that or another. Um, we would close church early on S- Super Bowl Sundays, like because <laughs> the pastor wanted to go home and watch the Super Bowl, and the the, the crowd was for this because so many years of listening to this person preach in front of you. They would, that just became the normal thing. Yeah. And it just came to this point of like, um, I mean, like ties were going missing, money was going missing from the church. The same group of people behind the pulpit were going out and uh, allegedly gambling away the church's money. Uh, somebody was living at the church. Um, people were taking advantage of the utilities because it was a tax write off. Yeah. Um, and it was just, uh, people were using like the address and everything for like their own personal gain. Um, and it was like just a lot of like backdoor like swindling and shit and it became less of a church and more of a if you don't know the right people here you're not going to get shit done and if you come to this church and you make the right connections we can get you anything you want and it was it was very like and, and to this day the church still tries to contact me and, and get my address just so they can come see me to like try to pull me back and the only reason being is obviously churches get paid on numbers and how many people attend and word of mouth and stuff and to me it just it came to a point where it was no longer um let's draw people in to teach them about god it was more of let's draw people in so that way we can further our own agendas and that was very like that same group of people was still at that church is what i'm getting at and they they run everything and it's some it's some shady shit you put somebody in front of a group of people and if that person has a wrong mindset like they're going to lead this group of people oh yeah and that's borderline cult are you are you about to bring up the the tax thing and you can't 
push political stuff. That is one of the things I have to bring up. Uh, all right. Well, you go ahead and go first because I'm going to bring up my church experience. Okay. I'll let you bring and up your church experience because this is going to circle back into okay, another cult. So, and then I'll bring up my church experience. <laughs> See, my, mine was definitely pretty fucked because uh, we talked about the bite model earlier and definitely there's, and I've thought about this so many times, there are so many like examples of behavioral control, information control, time control, emotional control the entire time like it was like there would be sermons held targeting specific members like like uh they they did a couple on me because they didn't want me listening to uh secular music so like regular music right and you mean good music yeah good music so like uh, that Christian rock wasn't good enough for them. They, I'd have like uh, somebody come up and try to talk talk to me about it, and then like later that week we'd have a fucking sermon <laughs> about secular music, and I'm like, wow, wonder why they're talking about that. And that that's immediately that put alarm bells in my head, and I was like, yeah, this this is not cool. I something's wrong here. And then it was like you know, every chance they got, they were trying to get you to come do something. Mm-hmm. Every chance. They're trying to control your time. They wanted you constantly with them to where that was your only exposure to where you didn't know anything else. They, and that's one of the good things to notice. Like if you're, if the groups you're hanging with are only wanting you to be exposed to them, <clears throat> that should be a massive red flag across the absolutely. board. Absolutely. Even if it's not a cult, like even if it's just a personal relationship, you don't like it. Like if, uh, like Britain's, Britain's my friend. You know, our friend group, we always come, we always hang out together, we always have good times, and that's great. But if Britain was like, yeah, I'm going to go hang out with my airsoft friends, I was like, no, don't do it. That would be fucked up. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a definite red flag. That's, and that's like, not if good. It was, it's like cults and stuff like that is a, the definition of like a toxic relationship, and it applies to personal relationships as well. Like if the person you were with or the group you're with is saying you can't do X, Y, or Z with these people because I want you to spend time with me. That, like I said, massive red flag because what they're doing is trying to isolate you from everyone else. Mm -hmm. And that makes it that much harder to leave that organization or that person or whoever because you've developed, invested so much time in them and you don't want to waste that time. And they're just going to keep circling around. And it's essentially trying to cut you off from everyone else who cares about you. Yeah, it's fucked up. It, yeah, like, my, my church experience... Was actually pretty good. I, I like my church. I don't. I don't believe anymore, but I liked it. It was oh, actually a pretty good. We're church. in no means like trying to shit on or like religion. Like no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not, same. I think yeah. I think I everyone, don't think anyone here is like all that religious, but no, I'm agnostic. I, I, was, I, was, I, I did was, have some yeah. good experiences with religion. Oh sure, like, yeah. You know, and there there are a lot of people that I know that are like some of the nicest people I know that are religious, and I think religion can be a good thing. Right, but. Uh, that's the, it can the also be keywords can be yeah it can also be dangerous it can be yeah. a dangerous just like everything else you know like personal relationships are a great thing but they can also be very toxic and very bad and like I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to what you uh, Ty and Travis are saying about like the churches you were with or it's more Travis really it's pushing that political agenda like oh, that it is was, something it was, mine too. it was yours okay cool uh, but like that is like definitely not legal like churches are nonprofits therefore they can't be political just like any nonprofit organization cannot issue a political statement yet these people are doing it and what i see is a concerning trend of that which has led to more modern day cults like qanon uh are any of you familiar with qanon no nope. yeah uh yes remotely but it, oh, go ahead and finish your sentence i just wanted to no no after you um no i was gonna say um i agree like How churches, nice. 
churches are getting more politically involved and I mean there's specifically separation of church and state mm-hmm. but that goes both ways mm-hmm. like church yeah state cannot touch any of your church affairs that's why they're tax free however churches should not be able to touch on political affairs and you see so many times um, okay I'm not, I'm not going to get too far into this subject but like abortion I'm not going to say my stance on it but you see churches all the time with like the pickets out in front like um, you know you shouldn't do this why would you let your governors do this don't let your governors decide what God decided for you before um, like that to me that's breaking those boundaries outside of that. Mm-hmm. Now they they can talk about they, abortion. They can, they can, but they can't say they can't lobby can't for say, a law. Don't vote for this person, you know, because his stance that, on abortion. That's what you see down here, though. Yeah. That's what you see so dominantly down yeah. here is exactly like you said, lobbying for certain groups of people because they support the church's game. Yeah, and no, that's the yeah. blatant <clears throat> demonization of someone for a differing and, opinion and, or a differing and, political view. You know view. how hard it is because like. Yes, on our dollar bill it says "In God We Trust," and so many of these churches are trying to back it behind and say, "And that's something uh, that didn't happen until the '50s." Yeah, like that's we actually didn't know that. Um, yeah, actually, but, a separation of church, uh, church and state does not exist inside the Constitution or the Bill of Rights. It was in a lot of the foundational writings of a lot of the founding fathers. Yeah, it so, was. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't those. It was. I think it was actually in the fundamentalist papers too. Right. I think I'm not sure. Yeah, I but in read. but in the the basics of like what makes America it's not in there right so there's actually a TikTok video and God I wish we recorded these because I would show you this this actually isn't anything bad um, but it was a church gathering at a very big church you can if you find it you can link it once I'll, you put it up I'll, I'll probably do yeah. that I'll probably put it on Twitter or one of our pages or yeah I'll put it on Twitter um, it. Jesus that cat is fucking aggressive um, <laughs> shit <laughs> but no like what it was <laughs> she's I, got a lot to say <laughs> I I don't know if it was one of um, what's what's that big uh, Kyla? Oh, the cat is mad that we're not worshiping it right now. <laughs> Back to the Egyptians. <laughs> um, no, uh, what, what was that really big um, Copeland? Kenneth Copeland. Yeah. It, 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 oh I God, it, I love his videos. They're so good. I, I think it was one of Copeland's churches. I could be wrong, but it was this gathering, right? And uh, the preacher, along with the mass, was chanting. Let's go, Brandon. Now, yeah, I'm familiar with that. Yeah. That is, that that was that that is the the epitome of crossing the line, in my opinion. Yeah, that is a political statement. That is a political statement, politically charged rally on a tax-free mm-hmm. ground. Yeah, that is by no means okay. But now you have this church gathering that comes to church and they listen to this man talk. They they follow his word as if he was being spoken to in this right here by God. Speaking on behalf of God. Speaking on behalf of God is now coming out and saying, let's go, Brandon. And for those listening who don't know what that statement means yet, it means, fuck Joe Biden. That is what it means. Everybody knows that. That is what it means. And you are saying now in, quote, unquote, the Lord's house, fuck Joe Biden. But we're saying, let's go, Brandon. So uh, that shouldn't matter. That's like saying, um, frick you, or, you know, like the, the kid statements, you know, like the old kid games of like, Spell I cup, you know, like, no, that's so stupid. Like you're, we know what you're saying. You are politically charged. And now this whole church gathering is saying that. And to me, that is grounds for a, a cult, if not a, um, if, if not the entry to one. Like And like, I, wait for, I, I'm not sure if I would call it a cult. My forehead greasy. It's I, I, one did, of those, I didn't want to use the word cult because, again, I don't think it's the right word. It's toxic and abusive behavior that is leading to a, the demonization of a lot of people just for differing opinions, different value oh, systems. I think MAGA is a cult. 
And it's for for me, it's one of those things that whenever you see that, it to me that is the kind of stuff that directly leads into QAnon conspiracies. Um, which, like, the idea behind QAnon, bottom line for a lot of it, is the Democratic Party is a bunch of satanic pedophiles who are sucking the lifeblood out of kids and sacrificing them and trying to ruin the country via socialist agenda. Elvis isn't really dead. Oh, yeah, and uh, JFK is still alive. And JF- Yeah, JFK is still alive, and he's actually going to be uh, walked in by his son. And, like, pretty recently, like, I think it's still going on, there is a massive group of these people uh, hanging out in Dallas waiting for JFK to come back and reannounce uh, a former president to be the new sitting president again. And, like, this is where I kind of disagree with y'all's previous statements on, like, who is susceptible to cult behavior? Because to me, whenever I look at cults and I look at people, to me it seems more like that everyone is susceptible to the right kind of cult, if that makes sense. So, so what I, I like to say when I said gullible people are susceptible to cults, I'd like to say they're more susceptible to cults than right. most. Okay. That's that's what I meant by that. That's, okay. that's the first like, thing. It, I, not, it's not only gullible people. Because a lot of smart a, people get sucked into like... Smart people get sucked into like multimedia marketing, mm-hmm. you know, so they can definitely get sucked into. It's a all cult. about manipulation, cult, cult and if you're good very, enough, you can manipulate anyone. Cult is a very strong statement. I mean, to 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 us, it's a cult, but to them, it's just their way of life. I mean, it's yeah. they don't say that they're in a cult. You'll, I mean, that's, that's because that, of that bite model. Though. That's why you have the yeah. bite model. So you, you'll so never hear them because cult is so negatively charged. Yeah, and, and that's like that's actually one of the things in the video that uh, Telltale does. He he like analyzes Catholicism, right? And he, when he starts, he says, like, I'm not cult. I'm not using cult as, like, a slur or a bad name or a bad word. Right. It's just the function of something. Right. It yeah. just, he's like, it, it, that's what the bite model's for. It's, yeah. it's to show, it's to tell you without uh, any, sort of con- any sort of connotation, just saying, hey, if it fits this, it's a cult. Yeah, because, like, the truth of the matter is if anybody that you were close to was in a cult, Whenever you go to approach them about this, especially if you believe that it's impeding on their their healthy way of living, um, you don't say, "Hey, you're in a cult." You've got to break it down for them. You've got to use the bite model. You've got to show them um, this is why I believe that you are in this group of people that is not doing you well. Uh, but yeah, you can't just say, "Yo, you're in a cult." I mean, like, te- technically, well. you know, I was in a cult. I was in the Marine Corps. <clears throat> Marine Corps fits the bite model. It's a cult. I guess so. It I, is. You, you've explained this to me before. Yes. I mean, like everybody. I had, I had to deprogram from it. Everybody, every, <laughs> everybody at a core value like has a, a want to fit in to a group of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that just extends to everything. Not you know? me. I'm edgy. <laughs> everybody. My name's Brady. <laughs> you won't join the group chat. <laughs> you refuse to be a part of the group chat. The you cult. Don't. Oh god, it's just this constant, constant Bro, notifications. It's con- but then I feel like I'm going to miss something. You're missing more. I'd rather just it. not be in it and not worry about it. Just do what I do. Mute it and then catch up whenever you can. God. And like, then just kind of zone out. Fake. I would well, get Brim on. won't even join our cult. Bro. bro. <laughs> Let's use the bot one real quick. <laughs> our, hey, um, if it makes you feel any better, our cult's Kool-Aid is alcoholic. Cheers. I'll drink to that. <laughs> hey, welcome in. <laughs> um, another one I want to touch base on real quick. Um, and... This would be like my last religion chart. I don't even know if this is considered religion because it stems from a religion, but the Freemasons, um, to like a full extent, they're not really a bad thing. But like when you get into like the deeper roots, and I've known people that were Masons. And like, yeah, I mean, like the that, mythological that, side of the Freemasons, yeah, it's kind of, it is culty. 
But uh, I just, I, don't I, know. I just heard, don't know enough about I've it. Heard stories, and I, I say stories. And I say this is from a family member of mine who was in the Freemasons. He has since passed. Um, apparently, like a part of the uh, initiation, and that was a word that he used, um, was a form of like hazing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I, I could be entirely wrong on this, but this is the way I was told, and this is the way I researched and read into um, that uh, a certain type of initiation for the Freemasons is you are put into a black room, a black hallway. And there's a light at the very end of the hallway. And as you make your way towards the light, um, select members, higher up members, are lashing at you. And you have to make your way to the end. Um, And once you make it to the end, it's basically symbolic of making your way through the troubles and torments of this world um, in order to seek the brighter truth at the end. And, um, like, again, I don't know how factual that statement is, but coming from somebody I know that I trust... Um, it, it seems plausible. I mean, especially when you go into these things, you know, with the mindset of I'm going to do whatever it takes because the Masons have a lot of people in power. Mm-hmm. I mean, their their insignia is on political buildings. Like you can find that on the mayor's they're, office. Yeah, they're fucking they, everywhere. They are everywhere. And if you know somebody in the Masons, just like um, I was saying with my church story, you quote unquote have connections and people will do a lot for those connections. Mm-hmm. Like um, if, if you were low on your luck and somebody told you, hey, join us, we'll, we'll take care of you. If you were really that low, you're like, all right, I'll do what it takes. I mean, same thing with like gangs. You know, gangs in a sense are a form of cult, like uh, like Crips and Bloods. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they do the same thing that that cults do. Now it's just called a it's called a gang. It's just more of an armed and violent cult. And like with what you were saying about the people, whenever someone promises you being able to take care of your financial woes, one of the big cults of it's in oh, shit. I think like the '90s, early 2000s. Was I think it was Nesra? I'll have to double check the name. Uh, but the essentially, hmm? nah, no, but I'm it was essentially that I don't they know what were, that is either. I want to hear about this. So it was essentially a financial scheme that was used to scam people, and that's mm-hmm. what it boiled down to being. But it was essentially saying, hey, you know how rich people are making all these money with like these hedge funds and that kind of stuff. We're going to set one up for the poor people or the average income families. That way you can get rich and your money can work for you and you don't have to worry about it. And what it ended up being was a bunch of pyramid scheme type stuff and people just sending their money to this guy and him just spending it. And that's one of those things If it was a politically charged issue until after 9-11. Like there was consistent discussion of it and it was essentially replacing our current financial system was the idea. And it blew up and it was essentially the idea that you're going to get rid of the international organizations to control money and give the power back to the people. And it went nowhere because like I said the guy was scamming people is that not cryptocurrency uh I'm not gonna no. disagree with that yes no I don't know what no, yes. cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency is terrible bitcoin, because it destroys the environment that's bitcoin, my stance bitcoin yes with the mining like the the actual mining not the yeah the th- um so like bitcoin was founded on a way to decentralize um currency and yeah. keep the like keep uh, the government out of it and make it a universal standard of exchange, basically the virtual equivalent of trading goats for pigs. Like, that's what it was founded on, and it was founded so heavily on, like, don't let the government touch in on this. Like, um, I profess on this, like, if I were to cash app you some money, whenever you go to cash it out, Coinbase gets a share or whatever, mm-hmm. you now have these um, companies coming in, like uh, Uniswap or whatever, they'll take a fee out of it, but it doesn't go to the government. It goes to these third-party companies that have developed around this idea 
Um, and of course, now since then, the government has stepped in with like shares like Robinhood or whatever. Mm-hmm. They have ties into the government, obviously. <clears throat> and now they're making it where you have to write off certain amounts of mm-hmm. cryptocurrency. So the government has now stepped in, and a lot of people aren't for that. A lot of people don't fuck with it. They say, I want to make my $100,000 and dip. I don't want to have to report this. Um, but it's essentially a lot of libertarians trying to commit tax evasion. They were trying to commit, exactly. It was, it was a way to commit tax evasion and in a lot of way laundering. Um, there's so okay, much. I'm for N- that. NFTs are basically, well, NFTs money, are basically money, laundering. money laundering. Yeah, I mean, so, you you still see art being used for money laundering because exactly. as long as the art isn't on display in a lot of places, you can't yeah. be taxed for it. Yes, so correct. if I buy a million dollar piece of art and keep it in a bank vault, it's not on display, I can't be taxed and for that, it. That's where yeah. NFTs kind of fall into too because you can put them in wallets, you can put them mm-hmm. in secure servers and stuff like that and it's, it's exactly that. It's money laundering and it's just a way for people, I mean, crypto is so heavily used in the black market now um, because a lot of these uh, yeah it's trackable but there's so many like it's the world of technology there are people that are exploited I'll just leave it at that yeah. mm-hmm. um, so one of the interesting things about Bitcoin though is like the guy who invented it did not intend for it to take off right it was essentially a trial program to see hey can I make this idea work and then it just blew off and right. you can't get rid of it now unless yeah, it crashes. It, it, it's crazy just to say like, I created a virtual stock, like I created a virtual stock hold. Hey, I, I signed up and now I have 30 million of these coins and I'm going to pump them out as some kind of project and people invest in it and now the value is created on that. Now I'm a fucking millionaire, somebody pumping dumps. That's kind of off the subject of cults, but. I feel like, see my thing about crypto is like, I think if, if you already get into crypto, you better get in now because no, Tyler's getting serious. He took his hat off. You oh, know, me and Tyler invested. So you know how uh, you know how like when I think it was every major American like car manufacturer except for Ford needed to be bailed out. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They were too big. Which to fail. time? What? Which time? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because they're yeah. too big to fail. Right. The concept is too big to fail. Uh. The thing, there's not only that, but there's also, we don't, the government doesn't want things, any new things to become too big to fail, especially if they can't control it. Right. So either they're going to find a way to control crypto or it's going to disappear in some way. It's gonna yeah, be they're going to assassinate crypto. They, they're, they're trying to get their hands on it. I mean, like JFK. Yeah. Like I said, with like getting Robin Hood and all oh, these don't other... Get me, don't like, get me started on JFK. I got a conspiracy theory about JFK that I actually kind of believe in. So. Um, with with like all these Robin Hoods and all that, like trying to touch into it. Like, yeah, now, now the market wants Robin Hood. Robin Hood's dead? Whenever, whenever like crypto first took off, people didn't want that shit. Keep, keep your stuff away from me. Like I want to go through these backdoor websites and do my exchanges myself. Um, but as it became more and more popular, people wanted an easier way to get into this market. And uh, so many people, you know, bet, like, you know, bribed in, like not bribed, uh, went into the idea of Robinhood becoming easily accessible for crypto. And then uh, Bitcoin and Shiba and stuff like that followed in. And this is new. This isn't like I'm talking like history. This is currently happening. And um, like now, and, and the thing like we've learned with like, uh, drug cartels and shit like that is if there's people wanting to do legal things they're going to find a way to do illegal things yeah there's still other exchanges and i mean stuff they, they could do it with crypto before they were doing before you're buying shit on the black market with crypto you're buying it with gold or yeah. silver and then or like whatever exactly. else. The, the the like if you i'm not going to go into that because that's not a good idea to give people ideas but like you can trace crypto transactions like it's not this untraceable thing exactly. that people it's, think it is it's it's not you're exactly right. I mean, it's just like money. Like money has a serial number. Crypto has its 
Um, you can trace it through every. Uh, you can trace cash, it through every little cash. Not as much because no one's logging their cash serial numbers. Nobody's logging it, and I mean, yes, people burn it, and people. I mean, you're absolutely right. And I don't mean burn like physically. I mean like burn like tossing it off. And, yeah. Um, but no, like you're right. With crypto, everything is is tracked through the blockchain. Um, but the fancy thing with the world we live in is, I mean. I guarantee if there's a way to track something on the blockchain, there's also because all that ties into like your IP address. And shit. Oh yeah, and like if you if you want to see some like the, some of the phenomenal things people can do with just the internet, check right. out the journalist company Bellingcat. Like they're able to pull out amazing things about what's going on in the world and like when uh, crimes against humanity were committed, uh, far right uh, extremism and terrorism in different countries, mm-hmm. just using like Facebook, VK, and other websites, yeah. and a lot of the information within those things. Because we, we've talked about that on this podcast so many times, is it's so easy to get information on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. Like, phishing works, mm-hmm. and it's so easy to do, and we always, like, you know, we might as well do it now. We might as well go ahead, no, fuck it, just watch the rest of the goddamn episodes, you assholes. We always talk about ways to protect yourself online, and like, cause you can't protect yourself fully. If someone's dedicated to doing it, they can find out the information you have if you're on the internet. Somehow. I just want to say something, but real quick. you can make it harder. Mm-hmm. And if you're a harder target, they're gonna go for an easier target. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. I'm gonna point out something really scary to some of you listeners, and then I believe we'll get back on the subject of cults. I just want to say this. So I work in the um, the selling of mobile devices industry. Um, we might have actually said the name of the company, but I'm not gonna say it again. For he sell phones. I sell phones. Um, but no, so like in this, I, I've been doing this for five years now, and I've seen quite a few shady things go on in this line of business. And one thing I can say, and I, I'm not going to say like I've done this, but it's highly possible. Get this scenario real quick. Somebody buys a prepaid phone, gets a temporary number. These numbers are used, reused all the time. Chances of you getting a fresh number that's never been used, very, very, very low. Um, the companies only own so many numbers. You're not going to get a random number because we can generate it. We only own so many. Um, another carrier owns so many. It just works like that, right? Um, but say hypothetically, somebody was to go into a store and buy a, a burner phone, a prepaid phone, and this phone now has a brand new phone number to you. Um, get this. If you go into certain social media sites, I want to use Snapchat for this example because I know it works this way. If you go on Snapchat and you click on forgot my account, forgot my info, um, Snapchat will ask to send a code to a to a text. You can put in your phone number. If there is an existing account, if there is an existing account with that phone number, it will send a verification code to your new prepaid phone number, and it will say, "Okay, now set a new password." You set in your new password, and bam, you are now into a Snapchat account of God knows who or what, forgotten about it. Whilst in that Snapchat account, people exchange information that they shouldn't with friends and family, or sometimes just use it as a camera roll. You open that camera roll, you'll find loads of information about this person's life. Um, I'm gonna verify this real quick by saying I had a work number and I was trying to reset my Snapchat and it sent it to my work number and I followed the link and yes, I got into somebody else's account. Did I immediately log out? Yes, for the record. Um, But within that account, it would have been very easy to find personal information, i.e. driver's license, socials, you know, people exchanging banking information. Now I've got a lot about this complete stranger who's actually no longer a stranger to me. Um, and this can be said about other Facebook, you forget your info, it'll send you a code. All you need is somebody's phone number and you'll be amazed how much is tied to that number. My advice to everybody listening, if you have a phone number, do not give that number up. Hold on to it like it is your social security number. Don't care how many spam calls you're getting or whatever, 
your bank can be tied to this number. You will lose so much shit if you give this number up. Hold on to it. Find a way to deal with those spam callers. Your your information is so much more easily compromisable than you think. So my email got hacked. <laughs> it wasn't through phone numbers, okay? Like, but someone sent him a Facebook link and uh, no, he no, clicked no. on it. It was, it, was a, it was an email that I had since like 2008. Oh god, it was a Persian prince. <laughs> No, no, it's like I, I don't even use it anymore for anything. The only thing it's connected to is my Steam account. So, I, I some fucking weeb. I didn't even have my current, like I didn't have any phone numbers attached to it because I had my old phone was attached to it, and then I got rid of it when I got rid of my phone. I took that off of the list, and I didn't put a new phone on it, right? Uh, but I'm very cautious when it comes to the internet and my personal information. Uh, but one thing I didn't do, which you're recommended to do, is change your passwords very frequently. Like, mm-hmm. at least at least every few months. At least. But I ha- I didn't do it with this email account because I don't fucking use it. The only thing I use it for is my Steam. Like, literally, that's it. And we're not saying to change your password to password. No, no, no. Like, don't do that. Do something Do something hard. So, like, I, I didn't use this email, so I didn't really care about it too much. Because, like, I might use, play PC games. Like, I'll play them for, like, two or three months straight, and then I'll won't get on my PC for another six months. So I was like, I don't care. I just, it's only my steam account, all my banks, everything else is on my other email. Um, but change your stuff. Luckily, luckily I was able to get my steam account back because he, he got into my steam account. Cause I, I contacted Yahoo cause that's what the email was. They wouldn't help. They, they were going to make me pay to talk to somebody to try to get help. Yeah. So if you have Yahoo, just go ahead and switch to Gmail. But anyway, so I contacted Steve and they said, yeah, like within two hours, like, yeah, fam, your shit's fucked. Uh, we're going to go ahead and put, get rid of the old email, put your new email on there and your new phone number on there and lock this guy out. Oh, so Steam actually did good. No, money. Steam within two hours. Holy shit. That's unheard here. of. Mm-hmm. They, were here, here they were here when I did it because like I sent a message like, fuck, they fucked my shit up. These guys showed up because we were hanging out that night. And while we were hanging out, I pull up my phone. And the email pops up. And I go, oh, shit. And I run over here, get on my laptop, start fixing things. I log into my Steam, and he changed my name from, like, Stormblessed to Onichakun. And it was, like, a weeb picture, like, an anime girl. And everything was all fucked like that. And my So Donnie uh, hacked you. From, like, Fukui, Japan now, apparently. Like, all kinds of shit. I was like, wow. And the most fucked up thing is... This guy hacked from my South shit. Bend, Indiana, he, or something. He had it for like four or five months. He played Rust one time. Didn't play any other. Ga- I have so many good games on there, and he didn't even fucking play them. He, he didn't like even have taste. the decency to buy at least buy some shitty anime hentai game, so I'd have at least a free game out of it. You know what I mean? Anything. It wouldn't necessarily have been free. I'm sure your card information's on file too. He didn't use my code information. <laughs> he didn't use any of my shit, dude. Like, I was like, man, I got hacked, and I was pissed. I got it back, and I got kind of excited. I was like, what if I have, like, a bunch of free games now? Nope. He got on, played Rust one time. It's like, dude, I don't even know why Rust is in my library, because it so was... Like, what I'm hearing is you just have a shitty game selection. That's <laughs> no, gamers that's even bullshit. Play. He's dude, got I've 30 got, different variations of farming simulator. I've got so <laughs> many fucking great games on there he could have played that motherfucker. Fucker, dude. 
Maybe you should have played the Warhammer game so you stop being such a fucking weed. Simulator Dust Bowl Edition. And it's just him running around covering shit. Crying. Financially used dress. Neat drying simulator. I was hoping he'd go full autist and like get me some achievements on CK3 or something, but he didn't. (laughs) Bro, he fucking he rank threes you in Fortnite and you're like, (laughs) fuck! That asshole. <laughs> that asshole. How could you? How could you be so good? But you left me with this burden. <laughs> How will I keep up? Ty um, gets on. He's got like 40,000 friends. And he's like, Onyx and fucking an infinite? Oh, no. <laughs> Ty gets back on. It's like messages like, yo, when are you going to stream again? <laughs> Ty just becomes a professional streamer on accident. I hijacked this guy's Steam account or stream account after he hijacked my Steam account <laughs> and I become like more popular than him. I become unstoppable. I start a cult. <laughs> I start a cult. <laughs> and back to cults. Um... God damn it. The most interesting went all the way back around. I couldn't segue out of that one though. That's hard. The most interesting cults to me are cults of personality. Oh yeah, Yeah. like people like Teal Swan, uh, Mm -hmm. people like uh, like especially YouTubers. Oh yeah, yeah. Are we talking about cults or families? Cults. Aren't they the same a lot of the time? Sometimes they are. Cult of personality. That's basically what it is. Furries. I burn them. Furries are okay. Leave the furries alone. Burn them all. Leave the furries alone. They're not hurting you. Oh, that's the They do hurt me. They hurt that's me back. That's what you think. <laughs> Just don't go on the furry web pages and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> or the conventions. We used to like. All right. You can I, smell I, the look, conventions from blocks look, guys, away. <laughs> I'm gonna say something. I I don't say a lot because it ruins the fun. I just like to meme on them, okay? Like, it's not... I'm not going to actually hate on any individual furry or anything. It's a meme. It's a prank, bro. I, I go on to uh, my favorite shit posting groups. Shout out Halo Pl- Plasma Posting. And I start furry wars every now and then by posting an anti-furry meme. And it all just shit, shit kicks off. And it's I'm, hilarious. I'm going to immediately back your statement and say the same thing. I don't want to shit on any group of people either. Because I did say fuck furries. Um, I will say fuck those who sexualize them. And because that's bestiality is a sin. Oh, that is a furry, dude. What? <laughs> Dressing up as an animal and mean? pretending to have a fursona is one thing. Are you using that right in a, now? Using that in a... No, I think no, he's serious. Not, not... I, I will say this. Not every... I guarantee there's no fucking way every single furry is over-sexualizes their, their group. Most don't. Uh, do, have you... You That's said kinda, most don't. He's implying most do. I'm drawing a line so, here. And I'm just... Hold on. I'm just saying... That if, if you're okay, so obviously if you're in a suit and you're you're putting on a persona and you're trying to make friends or whatever, um, given a, a social a social setting, you're probably going to have sexually charged uh, actions. Um, but those who go out of their way to draw explicit images of uh, animal man morph having sex with another animal rule thirty four anything R thirty four related in the field of furries that is wrong and disgusting. <laughs> Because you, <laughs> you be, shouldn't say what I'm I would hearing. Never, I would never go and draw a picture of my cat having sex with my other cat. Why would I put myself as the cat? See, like so my thing is, uh, I'm a firm believer of do what the fuck you want to do. False. I just don't want to see it. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm, I'm gonna avoid it. And if I see it on accident, that's my fault. I should and, have avoided so, it harder. <laughs> but at and, the same time, like. 
God, I fucking hate furries. And, <laughs> and, until I can physically stop it, so here's which all, I can't here's unless you want to join my cult. Oh, okay, here's I also want to. How anthropomorphic are? Where do you draw the line? Because like, there about, are a few, there was an girls? episode we had fucking hentai futurinary alien shit that up was, on the. That was an Atari. That was a meme, bro. That was a meme. That was a meme, bro. No, like you don't understand. It's from a shit posting group. It's a meme. It's a it's, meme, bro. It's, it's, that, it's an actual thing. But anyway. So if I drew that, started, but I didn't jerk off to it, it's a meme, right? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a meme. It's funny. Okay. Okay, no, okay, okay. So what I'm saying, if I draw your cat's fucking but it's a joke. I mean, it's fine. It's, it's pretty funny, but you're still going to get hurt. <laughs> okay, so you see my point? Where do we draw the line? I draw the line if it crawled out of Mass Effect, it's fine. Okay? But if it crawled out of my litter box... If it crawled out of a litter box, this is so dumb. But so if it was so my cat, so you would be okay know, with it. Those we all want to know because know your enemy. Uh, the way that the whole furry thing started is it was a uh, it was like a mail in thing where like different artists would mail in their art and it wasn't sexualized. It was just like art of like furry. Yeah, I mean, like people like draw animals. fursonas yeah, of their favorite it YouTubers. It, fursonas, it just happens. Yeah, like it was like literally just art. Like it was yeah. like. Like, uh, there wasn't a term for it. Yeah, it was just art, but with fur. That's mm-hmm. all it was. And it was like a, uh, in a basically a, a group of enthusiasts. It was like Reddit before Reddit, you know? Before Reddit was... All right, let's not use Reddit as an example. <laughs> it, was, it was like a mail-in I feel magazine. like 4chan is the furthest they, reach. They'd mail-in their art, and these, the guys heading it up would take the art, and they'd make it into like a publish, and they'd publish it and send it out to the people who mailed it in, so everyone got a copy. It was... I don't know. That's how it was. And they started having conventions. And then... They stopped using deodorant. Weird people started coming in. And then a bunch of weird shit started happening. And it sort of got hijacked. There's a video that I watched, actually, that talked about the whole history of furries. And boy, was it cringy. But it was was (laughs) educational. And you should should know your enemies. The cult of furries. What was crazy about that, though, is like these people go in with these personas because they want to be something that they're not in real life, which... I mean, people go into that's, like that's fair. people go into RP servers all the time. Yeah, do that, and that's I mean, totally people fine. do that. That's that's totally fair. And I mean, <coughs> if you want to do RP IRL, that's fine. People do it in the bedroom. Why shouldn't people be able to do it at conventions? My, my, the issue. Let's <laughs> see you breaking. The, the issues. <laughs> so we now know what Travis does in his bedroom. No, Ooh. God, no, 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 no. It actually dresses as Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm hearing is your girlfriend is the sheep. She's Shepard. She's Shepard. Commander Shepard. And he is uh, Liara to Sony. (laughs) I don't understand these references, damn it. Mass Effect. Okay. Yeah, I I never played them. (coughs) No, so... so, Great games. So, no, like, these people go in with, like, these these altered personalities because they're they're basing it off of their fursona. Furry conventions are a cult gathering, confirmed. That's... I I mean, if we're we're memeing, sure, but, but no... Anyway, so, cults. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna end that topic real quick. My my final stance. Real quick, on now this. that we're off, I was just starting shit. I'm not a furry. I'm not a furry I never either. You were. Wait okay, a I was just, but, uh, I was just I'm not one either. But shit. my general stance is uh, embrace uh, conformity and embrace cringe or reject conformity. Conformity. Confer- yes, we, that we know what you're going for. Embrace cringe. So uh, let people do what they want. I don't care. I'm not gonna go into a furry convention and haze them. I'm not gonna tell them. You shouldn't be doing this. I'll just say it online. You shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> see, like, uh, see, like, so what I'm hearing is nature, Travis there's is good. There's good nature shit posting. You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> whoa, 
what I'm hearing is Travis is scared that the furries will show dominance over him. Yes. That's why he's afraid of muscle women. Yes. Oh, don't get me started on that, Ty. Let's mm. let's not go there. Let's talk about... That's a cult in and of itself. Let's talk about... <laughs> Speaking of cults. cults. <laughs> um, so, with this, like, did you ever hear the stuff uh, that some of these new age people talk about with, like, the pyramids being power plants? We watched a video on that together. So, the what being power plants? The pyramids of Giza. Oh, oh yeah. You know what? Let I've me seen say that. this shit because this shit fucking pisses me off, okay? It's, <laughs> Jack was on this shit. You know he was on some other shit, so this is some other shit. I hate it when people people say stupid shit like, the Egyptians were so much more advanced than us. Oh, the Mayans God. were so much more advanced than us. And it's like, the <clears> meme <throat> answer, my meme rebuttal to that is, did they have cars or air conditioner? But like, my serious answer to that is, were they advanced for their time? Possibly. Probably. I don't know. I don't... Uh, possibly. Probably. But are they more advanced than us? No. Absolutely God, the no. fuck not. So it's like, just because they were more advanced than other civilizations at their time does not mean they have a better understanding of everything than we do. Science. No, they, they, they want to say that they they were more advanced than us, but these motherfuckers weren't building the Burj Khalifa. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's like they, people, they weren't building... Like, people will know shit. They will fucking... Like, Jack will say, like... They were so much more advanced than us. Well, it's they had all the, these ideas. So, like, yeah, it's maybe the watching it on the supercomputer in his pocket. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's like they, gonna, they were so point. much more advanced than us. So, like, we need to listen to the things that they believed in because they hold value because they were so much smarter than us. No, it's like no. you're an idiot. Because yes, these people should. are trying to reverse engineer what they believe to be a battery. And I'm like, I have a battery 300 times more powerful than that in my right pocket right now. Like, yes, they, they, they may have found some combination that gave off some kind of electric charge. How did they measure it? They, they probably didn't. And like, they what? probably just turned out to be... Fucking lemons give off electricity. Tell me if you found a basket of lemons, you're like, oh, they were charging their Teslas. Like, well, fuck <laughs> you, bro. And like what Travis is talking about here, for, for those of you who haven't seen it, it's referred to as the Baghdad battery. It's essentially a ceramic pot with a copper tube and an iron rod in it. Uh, Mythbusters did something on it. it. If you put iron lemon or juice lead? In, I think it was iron. Because I know like like the... Iron probably works, but the the more efficient thing would have been lead. But that causes cancer in California. <laughs> and they, they couldn't use that in Egypt, bro. Specifically in California, nowhere else. The FCC was all no, that wouldn't be the FCC. But uh, <laughs> like one of the things with that is like, okay, yes, if I put lemon juice in there, it can generate electric charge. That's ignoring the fact that a lot of like scroll containers were made and shaped and using the exact same materials. So that's yeah. likely what it was. Additionally. Where is any kind of evidence or documentation of what that was used to power? Yeah, exactly. Like, what? Why would you have a battery? Is it for like nothing? to to zap I'm not, people? I'm not going to go buy D cell batteries. I don't have anything powered by a D cell battery. You know I'm I'll, happy you're in the 21st you, you century. You know what? Another thing I love though is like, um, first I just want to say real quick as a meme: if you're so advanced, get out of the fucking desert. Fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Got them. It's the aesthetic, bro. Nah. It's the aesthetic. Yeah, they stayed there because of the palm trees. It made everything look cool. Bro, no, not, like, okay. not gonna lie though. Arabian but, Nights, that's no, a fucking you're, aesthetic. You're we might have talked about this before. <clears throat> uh, well, if you look at the, the pyramids in Egypt and then you look at the pyramids in the Mayan civilization, you see that they're all pyramids. Some motherfucker, that's like one of the most basic stable, shapes. Stable, the one of the most stable. That is the stable. best, best way to stack rocks. I love how like the it is smooth, the best way to stack rocks. Yeah, the smooth-sided Egyptian pyramids are versus, like a shark, so smooth. Yeah, it's like yeah, like 
I mean, you give let's just say you give man. a civilization some blocks. You give a kid, you Listen, give a kid some blocks. They're gonna figure they out the best way to fucking stack them. Eventually stack okay, let, let's see. Let's separate the boys to men. All right, guys, you ready for the real hard hitting so question? Hear me out here? The, the, no, we, listen, listen. We, are you ready for the hard hitting question? We all know what's the, better, the Mayan pyramid or the Egyptian pyramid? The Mayan sacrifice version. So I'm giving the W to them. I'm gonna give the Egyptians the W because of that same reason. Fuck. Uh, the Mayans had cool jungle aesthetic. Have you seen the desert? It's Have gorgeous. you seen the desert, desert Bro, okay. aesthetic? All right, all right, Have you right. seen the purple sky over... I, 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 I raise you your stone I and raise you gold I caps. I raise you your gold caps and I give you emeralds and precious Okay, gems. I didn't anticipate all this discord. So I was just going to say Spicy. the mines are cooler <laughs> because you could stand on parts of it and it's kind of cool. <clears throat> so, <laughs> we all know the real reason for having the pyramids was to keep the xenomorphs hidden, though. Yeah, exactly. that's what it is. ABP, yeah. baby. Yeah, baby. Oh, no, you know those people? There's pyramids underneath Antarctica. Yeah. What? Oh yeah? Did, did you? Did somebody tell you that was a possibility? So now you believe it? I found that on my no, Facebook. No, Gojira feed. is underneath. Gojira, right? Don't even get into that. Was that his name? No, Gojira is Godzilla. What, what's the the one that was underneath the ice? Travis, you should know you're a big Godzilla. Oh, you're talking guy. about fucking uh, Ghidorah. Ghidorah. Yeah, yeah. the G word. <laughs> the G word. <laughs> yeah, that Pacific Rim. The guy. G spot. <laughs> the Pacific Rim guy. Nah, dude. Like, I don't know. Like. King Kong gang rise up. Hell yeah. Mayan pyramid mm. gang rise up. I think they, they, they were cooler. <laughs> so Godzilla they, 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 is better. They were the most advanced civilization. <laughs> See, like the, the people. The, I mean, it, these people are talking about shit like this when they have like no, like obviously like this is called the amateur take because we're not professionals on anything. Like we are all certified idiots. Exactly, but like we're I also took the test last week. It's an, ed, it's an educated amateur <laughs> opinion, right? Like we we at least think about stuff, and these people are talking about like we have the two brain cells to rub together, and they're not even rubbing their two together to talk about the actual architecture of it and shit. Like they're just like, oh look at the shape, you know? It's like, dude, you're the same people that think like when they draw a castle, they draw a moat around it, and there's like no rivers nearby. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know how stupid that would be Granted. to have? A moat without water wasn't uncommon. That that worked. They were good. Like yeah, you put some stakes underneath the bottom just, and shit too. I, I just want to say real quick on the subject of like advanced civilizations. Um, so obviously, in a actual progressive civilization, um, breeding <coughs> and expansion of your civilization is important because as civilization expands, um, things become better, more readily accessible. If you're so advanced of a civilization, where they go? Why do you believe so? Well, one, where did you go? And, and where did they come so from? In, in defense of, and, and to finish that before Ty fucking, where did you go? <laughs> where did you come from? <laughs> God, I I me. Um, but no, like you, you are such a progressive society. You, you they're suddenly so advanced, um, but yet they were sacrificing people just because. Like I understand, like deities play an important role in that. Bro, they sacrificed them to get the blood on the stone masks to turn them into vampires. But Fuck I just, off! I just don't understand. Like we need to sacrifice virgins <laughs> that way. Like we have a good crop. But yet, like you were so advanced that you could build these superconducting pyramids, but you weren't advanced enough to understand how crop so rotation. And in like. in defense of the Mayans' intelligence, the world has felt like it's gone downhill since 2012. Fuck. Okay, we're not gonna, we're not going to talk about the crossover event. We merge into Earth six six six. So actually, like the back back into cults, uh, there was actually a new age thing with that, uh, and the idea behind it was 
that that was the end of the year, like the universal year, if that makes sense, of the Earth and its solar system's travel around the center of the universe. And the idea behind it was that as the Earth is like going in this universal year, if you will, that uh, societies become more and more intellectually enlightened, more in touch with what they refer to as like feminine and masculine energies, which if you believe that stuff, you believe feminine and masculine, cool. Uh, just don't let it cloud everything you do. Um, that's some spirit science shit. Like they yeah, literally do talk about, about that. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. And like, that's what they're talking about. Like whenever they're talking about like the Mayans being mm-hmm. so advanced and the Egyptians and the Atlanteans, because the, the guy who's referenced Atlantis an unbelievable amount of times. Yeah. But like, that's it's, what it's great to reference something that can't be disproven. Yeah. Uh, and there's this wonderful thing called the uh, scientific method. <laughs> uh, actually, Never heard of it. If it's not on Wikipedia, I don't believe it. <laughs> I'm going to create a Wikipedia for you that says you're a furry. Oh, fuck. No. Now, in a parallel universe, that may be possible. In one. In one parallel universe. But it's I'm going to be a in long this. Time ago. It's going to be in this universe. Negative. Negative. I'm on my phone right the now. The day I become a furry will be the day I jump off the Mayan pyramid and sacrifice <laughs> Jump right onto the sacrificial You heard it here, folks. The Mayans were a cult. <laughs> they were brainwashed. They were manipulated. <laughs> I mean, I, it, you have to be skeptical. Like, don't sure. be too skeptical, because that's when you start Alex Joning <clears throat> shit. Now, Alex Jones has been right a couple times, but he's been wrong a lot of times. I thought you were so about to say... Don't be too skeptical. I thought you were about to say Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Joe I got a lot to say about Joe Rogan. I do too. I think we. I'm not sure if we agree on what to say about them. Not Ooh. good things. Uh, not good things either. Oh, they're, they're, the reason. The reason why his podcast is good. I don't listen to it. I don't like it. But the reason why it's popular is because he has connections with people, and it's interesting to hear the guest speakers. That's it. Yes and no. Like I have an issue with some of the people he platforms. Like there are some people. No, who no, have engaged it's a problem. In open and flagrant hate speech, and that's kind of where I draw the line. I'm like, there's a there's a problem. Acceptable. But he's he's like, especially his his uh, the things he. Pro- My main reason that I started not liking him, which I never really cared for him either way, was some of the advice he give in the fitness world, which was just completely wrong. You ever tried THC? <laughs> it's I don't know. It's we don't got good things to say. I don't have anything to say about. I don't know anything about them. That's fine, and you know that's yeah. that's that's a healthy thing to say. And I say that yeah, all the time. That's one of the healthiest things to if, say. If you I don't, don't know enough, you'll hear me say it so many times. I don't have enough to form an opinion on it, or I can't speak it to that with any sort of authority. Which is an amateur podcast. Like we're going to talk about things with our amateur opinions, but we still there are some things that we know so little about. We can't even give a decent opinion on. Yeah. And that's fine. And that's something you need at, when you grow up. That's some. That's one of the things you need to be able to do is acknowledge when you don't know enough to have an opinion on something or you're not qualified to say something or something like that. Or acknowledge when you're wrong. And exactly. Like that, being able to adopt your, or adapt your belief system and change it as you discover new things that yep. change your belief opinion. Yep. That is a crucial thing to being a functioning adult. And that's like one of the biggest things that's like absent from <laughs> society today is mm-hmm. being able to take criticism and actually like change your beliefs or the way that you think about something. It's, it's a pride thing, you know? And I yeah, think a lot it, of it, it really comes is. from like the... I think a lot of it comes from like individualism and 
what it's become, but that's a whole nother conversation. I but definitely you have to admit when you don't know something. Like that's the only way you're gonna be able to learn. Like that's how I learned the very, very, very little I know about cars. It's cause I'd talk to someone and be like, Hey man, there's something wrong with my shit. I don't know anything about it. What do you do you know anything about it? And they'd be like, Yeah, and then you know, you might get some guys who are gonna talk to you like you're a dumbass or be pretentious. You're gonna get that. Yeah. But you can learn shit. Yeah. You can learn shit like that. And like that's one of those things if like if, if someone's saying like, Hey, I don't know shit about fuck about this. Yeah. Don't be a fucking condescending douche to them. Like they're asshole. they're recognizing that you know what you're talking about and they're coming to you. And like vice versa, just kind of vibe with people, you know? Yeah. Most previous note I had on my phone. <laughs> So, oh God! <laughs> I, I, I didn't even write that. Like that was from the last one. We're uh, we're <laughs> not somehow gonna, still we're relevant. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to say that on the podcast. No, no, that's why we're, we're going to save that for our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> the Patreon we don't have. It's a conspiracy. Check out the Twitter feed. <laughs> Yo, no. <laughs> don't check. By out the time mine. this episode is up. <laughs> uh, fucking cults, dude. Just be be careful. Be careful. Like learn what, especially it's a good idea to learn what the bite model is mm-hmm. and learn the signs of not only being drawn into a cult or something, but learn the signs of toxic, a toxic relationship toxic relationships and people like drawing it. And we're not talking about romantic relationships specifically, like friends, family, family's a big one. Yeah. No, I mean yeah. like, I mean a toxic relationship, even with a, like a significant other, a cult is just that, but blown up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Because the cult kind of becomes your significant other because you invest so much energy and thought. You, and you want to you want to please your fellow members of the cult, and you're mm-hmm. willing to go through a lot to do it, even if it means like uh, mental anguish and suffering, and ulti- like ultimately just you know. Uh, and it's especially like if that bite model set in, and you're like so isolated and right. so invested in that group, right? You feel like you don't have an alternative. If you and feel that's like how people just double down and stay with it if you yeah. need advice or you know anything uh, come to us and we won't do anything about it because that's not our <laughs> that's fucked up <laughs> we're, not, we're not fucking therapists yeah tell no, us about like, it in our DMs and we'll just read it <laughs> we'll make an episode about it but we won't help you yeah like if in all honesty like, we'll call you Jack <laughs> we'll have to make up a new name for we'll you convince you we're wizards if you guys have any problems <laughs> and you DM me I'll get back to you eventually I guarantee it don't don't uh, with that though none Boys. of us are like mental health experts no none of us are so That's what definitely talk right to a therapist if you have concerns if, you if have, you're a pussy I'm, I'm just kidding no. <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta you, go you got to get the information you need from the right sources mm-hmm. fucking you can Wikipedia, learn a lot by yourself yeah. we live in an age where you can get whatever information you want at your fingertips mm-hmm. and you can get <laughs> and you can get biased information at your fingertips you too. Like that's such an easy trap to fall into it's like confirmation bias and yeah. just feeding into your own like thing that's another thing uh echo chambers mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. It, and again that feeds into that bite model that information control yeah you go and you go into like say a subreddit or some shit if you use reddit stop but if you go into like a subreddit or something and it could be like, I don't know, r slash uh, politics. No, I, I know where you're going yeah. with this. Like, and then um, it's going to be heavily, it's going to like, you're going to, they're going to start, uh, you know, those group, like Facebook groups, Reddits and stuff, the moderators and stuff, the admins are going to start blocking people that maybe have harmful opinions, which is, you know, at some, at some extremes, that's a good thing, mm-hmm. but it's like. Just because someone has a wrong opinion 
doesn't mean it's it's good to not hear it. Like yeah, and like you don't want to agree it with it, but if you only hear shit that confirms what you want to believe, then you're never gonna learn or grow. I want to say this real quick on that subject. So um, back at one of my previous jobs, I'm not gonna say where, obviously. Um, but I had a coworker of mine who was going through some like relationship issues with his significant other, and he was turning to like Reddit and me um, for advice on what to do. And uh, kind of on the echo chamber subject, like he was looking for an excuse to cheat on his significant other because he mm. felt like he needed to play it back forward. And he was finding like Reddit forums and people like justifying the action in nature. Oh, and yeah. he would co- he would come to me for advice and like, uh, should I do this? Like I feel like I shouldn't. Um, but the, like he would show me and like these these boards or whatever people that were just feeding into that mentality of like well it's only right if it was done to you or if you're even questioning this you should just go ahead and do it or um, you know just giving him that confirmation that it was okay to do that even though it was entirely wrong and uh, like I mean ultimately I hope he never went through with it he left the job shortly after he was a quick turn by but um, same thing like you know it's a bad thing I mean that's the thing with anything though like you, need you know be, it's a, you know it's a bad thing but like you find enough people that tell you it's a good thing and you're just going to bounce that you back need and forth. to be careful if you find yourself seeking certain results yeah and this goes this goes them. with this goes with advice this goes with <coughs> every like reviewing products online if you're going to Amazon and you're like man I really need this I really need something good for this and you just start reading reviews and you find yourself skipping over the negative ones mm-hmm. it's will, because you want a quick finish you want to get what you need and you want to believe only the good ones I will go straight to the one stars on Amazon yeah same before yeah. I read the positive you gotta be careful with that too though because you will get some guys negative no you will but overall like you'll you'll read so many reviews over like like our microphones for example it's really bad with books I believe mm-hmm. it. But, like, yeah, I mean, information like that, I mean, you're going to have a little bit more. But, like, I mean, people going into, like, an Amazon review saying this microphone stand falls over more than the other one or this microphone doesn't pick up more than the That's other one. That's why, I like, you should always go for the threes. The threes and twos yeah, are yeah, always yeah. the yeah. most they're, honest. They're going to say, especially with books, they're going to say things yeah. like, because I, I left a negative You want review. pros and cons. You don't <coughs> yeah, want exactly. That's what the threes and twos usually do are pros and cons. I left my first mm-hmm. ever Amazon review because I just... I don't care, right? I left my first ever one because I found a book. It was relatively new, so I fi- figured I'd give it a shot. And all the reviews were, like, really good. And I read them all. They were all, like, good. There wasn't any negative ones. And they seemed like they were saying things that made sense based on the book description. I read the book. It was absolute trash. It pissed me off. It was so bad. Nothing it said that it did in the description was great. Like, it didn't actually do any of those things. And all the reviews, I was like, I think this guy just got all his friends to make reviews or made special accounts. Uh, so I made a negative uh, review. Mm-hmm. But mine was like, it was like two or three stars. And I said, look, here's the problems. This book claims to do this. It claims to have this. It doesn't have any of these things. Like, here's the things it did well. Like, those are the good reviews when it says, like, look, credit is due here. Mm-hmm. But here's the things that it didn't do well. So if you're looking at, like, a product, like, I just bought the wrong converter. I, I bought uh, RF to HDMI instead of HDMI to RF. But, yeah, that was my bad. But the reviews, you know, like, the ones I paid attention to were like, hey, this is cheaply made. It does what it's supposed to do, but don't drop it. Like, it's got a, it's got a mount on it where you mount it into the wall. He's like, that's the best bet. It's like, it's cheaply made. It's obviously cheaply made, but it's also cheap. Yeah. And it does what it's supposed to do. So long as you don't abuse it or drop it or anything, it'll do what it's supposed to do. And it's like, okay, that's a good review. That that tells you what you need to know. And, like, that's one of those things is, like, with everything, just a healthy degree of skepticism and having a somewhat open mind to things. And, like, 
yeah. being able to objectively look at things and let the information you got to be realistic about these yeah things. let the facts feed you into the conclusion don't let your conclusion feed the facts I just want to say this real quick and I mean I know that this podcast is going on I don't know how you guys feel about time I'm I'm good um, with it I'm, I'm fine. good I'm fine with it um, so <laughs> one is a meme statement I just want to say it before I forget football fans are a cult um, <laughs> I'm going to specify with the Dallas Cowboys because they haven't done anything worthwhile in years. They're a cult. Yeah. Um, that, that, that was more of a meme, but I mean, I guess you could find the mentality in there somewhere. Um, I don't sports. But back on the political subject and back on the subject of cults alone, um, I do want to say something about, um, about MAGA, about Trump. I'm not saying this to persuade anybody against or with Trump. I'm saying this about those. Tyler dollars. is taking a piss. I'm saying this about those diehards for uh, Trump. Um, MAGA, MAGA, I can never pronounce it right, MAGA, um, in my opinion, has become, at least the extremists in this, have become a bit of a cult in themselves. I mean, that's kind of local with everything, is the extremists I, will become a cult. I have not seen so many, so much <coughs> presidential merch mm-hmm. towards any political figure in my lifetime. So seeing these... And that's, that's where the QAnon stuff came in. Yeah, so like um, there are people literally going out of the way to say that Trump is uh, not, not the second coming, but he's a, an ambassador, if you will, um, for God himself, that he has come down to this world to bring about like a perfect order for God's mm-hmm. chosen people. Um, there are people that will like um, praise him in their left hand and Jesus in their right. Like it is, it is insane how many people draw these connections. And... Um, so many of these people, like, they, they form their own mentality. Like, I know people that support Trump with their life that don't know anything about his agendas and policies. They only mm-hmm. do it because their family does it. Yeah. Fuck and, the libs. Yeah, fuck, fuck the Let's go, Brandon. Fuck the libs. But no, they're only doing it because their uncle drives around town with a rebel flag on the back and a MAGA flag on the other side. Yeah, and it's people who are just feeding in again to letting the facts feed their confirmation. Exactly. And, and exactly. They, they go into their own echo chambers of their yeah. family and friends and just... Uh, hear confirmation back and forth that Trump is the greatest, but they couldn't tell you why. They couldn't tell you what he stands on, what he, what political stances he has. They just know if I want to be a part of this group of people that are my friends and family, I have to support Trump. And I mean, I see that all the time at work. I see families coming in. I see people coming in with a uh, with the wallpapers and the stickers and the hats and the shirts and the stickers on the back of their truck. Like they're they're feeding so much into this propaganda. It's, a, it's almost like a, like a statement that they want to be a part of this group. It's no longer even about... Because like, I guarantee you, like eight, nine years from now, outside of the realm of possibility that Trump could ever be reelected, um, they're still going to support Trump and anything he says or does going forward because they have found themselves so much solace in this one person's ideals. And it's insane to me. It's creepy. And I truly believe Trump knew what he was doing. I know, it, well, I, I know he knew what he was doing. Um, a He's lot a businessman. Uh, of course, exactly. he knew what he was and, doing. Uh, and businessmen are very persuasive. Mm-hmm. Their their whole like their whole job is to persuade you first and get you into believing what they want to say. I mean, I'm a salesman. I can say that to a small extent, but he is a multi billion dollar individual who has bu- built his life and family around being a sales person. And his entire political agenda is one giant sales pitch. And who did he pitch this to the most? The minority of Americans who felt like they weren't being represented equally. And in doing that, he built a very big fan base. I'll call it that. And um, I mean, like the the people around here that you know that are extreme right, for years they didn't have that. They didn't have somebody that I mean, outside of like Bush and all of that. But like they didn't have anybody that they, they could mean, just. But Bush really wasn't even like 
he wasn't even that strong of for a them. Repu- for for them. them, yeah. But I'm saying like outside of him, like like he wasn't he wasn't like a poster child for like the evangelicals. Yes, and shit. Mm-hmm. yes. Trump is the poster child, and Trump is like the strongest one, obviously today from since my last time of '95. Um, and yeah, I truly believe he um, found these this group of people that support him. Yeah, but like I believe that Trump, being a business person, he found this group of people that he wanted to target, and he fucking riled them the shit up. And nothing spreads better than you know f- gossip. Nothing spreads mm-hmm. spreads better than people wanting to. <coughs> fix. He built a group of um, people that will solely vote for him, based on just people that they know. Like the fact that people are going into this election um, coming forward, just with the sole idea of I don't care who else is opposing, it's got to be Trump. Mm-hmm. And that is that is toxic to me. Like out of all the millions upon billions of people in this world that are. That are highly qualified to vote for the or to run for this position, we have to. And I'm not even going to say I'm a Biden supporter. Get that thought out of your head. I don't really support him either. Um, but I'm, I you know. shouldn't. I don't know why you would. I don't know why like, it's got to like, boil down to these two. Shows. I hate it when people say like I'm, like like Trump fan. Like I'm a Trump fan. I'm a Biden fan. Like why would you be a fan of a political figure? Yeah. yeah you should always you should always approach political figures with a sense of doubt and question. Yeah. I mean that's the way it should be. You should, if you are going to vote, you should be, um, you know, active in your political life. You should be active in what you're doing. And so many people are like 18 years old getting on TikTok spreading this shit. And now they're just going to vote for Trump because, I mean, that's their personality. And to me, that's that's bad when this touches into our political world we live in, our political climate. We are in a political climate crisis. I find that really interesting whenever you say that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to caveat that everything that comes out of an opinion from me is entirely my own opinion. Uh, doesn't represent anything else. It's what I've, I'm seeing what I'm believing with what's going on in the world. And I find it really interesting whenever you look at that. And this is going to, might piss people off. Um, but whenever you look at fascist movements throughout like the 1930s and 1920s in Europe, uh, the cult of personality is a huge thing for them. Yes. The, uh, like Mussolini. Every time you say that, I just think of the song. Me too. <laughs> I can't, can't stop thinking. But like the, the idealization of certain virtues that someone may or may not exhibit, but in the public eye they exhibit them. And um, there's a fantastic essay on fascism that I would encourage anyone to read. It's uh, Earth Fascism by Umberto Eco. A uh, guy grew up in Italy during the 1920s, 1930s under Mussolini. So like firsthand experience and very well done. And one of the things that's talked about, like whenever people study fascism, is it's often not an ideology that people follow. It is the leader of that movement. It's that cult of personality that drives people and draws people into it. And I'm not saying that uh, previous president is a fascist. If you believe that, that's on you. If you don't believe that, that's on you. Uh, just if you have an opinion, just make sure you confirm it by doing objective research and like looking at these trends that we've seen throughout past, because history does repeat itself. And you could often draw parallels between like the Proud Boys and the black shirts and the brown shirts uh, in the 1920s, 1930s, and the heinous crimes against humanity that these regimes committed. And it's one of those things to definitely be cautious of is whenever people look at it and study fascism, it's often not the downtrodden that are drawn to it. It's often like average middle class people 
who are drawn in because they don't want to lose the comforts that they have. And it often happens at the end of a economic blight. So like whenever Germany and Italy fell to it, it was at the end of World War I when both of these nations are struggling financially and people felt that the current system wasn't doing anything for them. These middle class people who used to be able to go out on a vacation every summer for a couple of weeks and that kind of stuff. And then suddenly the system wasn't able to support that. And that's kind of what led a lot of these people into this belief system of, I don't know what I want. I just want to be comfortable again. And then this person says they can make me comfortable again. So that's all that I care about. That was actually beautifully said. So, like, I was actually talking to a coworker today at work. And like Isaac said, and, I, you know, if you're a longtime listener or a new listener, if you're a new listener, you might, you probably picked on it up on it by now. But if you're a longtime listener, you understand that, like Isaac said, these are our personal opinions and views like it, it doesn't represent like anything we're a part of or anything so like i was talking to a coworker and i was saying like you know we're we're you know you keep hearing the term labor <coughs> crisis labor crisis it's like there is a, a big labor crisis back in the day and that's how unions came to be mm-hmm. it's like and unions today which i have some firsthand experiences on aren't great Mm-hmm. They're shat on a lot, or they're sold out and shipped down the river by people that are like cutting deals, right? Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. And we're getting to that point that they were at then when they they did all these freaking strikes and all this crazy shit in order to get those rights, because a lot of the rights that that they secured for themselves, they're either not relevant now or they're not enough to count mm-hmm. anymore. Because, like, you know, minimum wage, minimum wage is a big thing. You know, back in the day, if you made current minimum wage, you'd be living just fine. But mm-hmm. nowadays, it's not livable wage. And a lot of people have opinions on that. But what I'm saying is we're looking at a actual hardcore labor crisis like that fairly soon. And the thing is, is people are going to do what they need to do for them to live comfortably. And it's like... Like, I can see the writing on the wall. Shit's going to happen eventually. Like, things are getting terrible, and something's going to have to happen, and we're going to have to fight for those rights again. Hopefully not actually fight. Hopefully yeah, we can get I, it The last thing I want to see is armed conflict. Yeah, because nobody, nobody war is that. terrible. Nobody wins in war. Period. Nobody wins. You, If you do win, you paid the butcher's bill for it. Mm-hmm. Nobody wins in war. And it's like war, any sort of armed conflict, I don't want to see anything like that. And it's like, not only because nobody wins, but I don't want to get roped up into it. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. I don't want to. And there, there are people on both the left and the right who are openly calling for warfare on American soil. Which and that ridiculous. drives me insane. Like, but, you don't, you shouldn't be killing your fellow humans over petty bullshit. But what, what reminded me of this is earlier you said, you know, what it all started with people, they wanted to get back to their comfort zone. And it's like... In my line of work, like I, I work in the plants, right? And a lot of the plant workers, you know, they they they're gonna vote Republican because the economic policies favor deregulizes like the oil industry yeah. and stuff like that. It, it it because it keeps their job making money. It keeps mm-hmm. their job making money, and they're gonna overlook a lot of things because the only thing they care about at the end of the day is their livelihood. And that makes sense, and you can't hate them for it. Like yeah. ideal, ideal, idealism aside, 
you can't hate someone for wanting to secure the life of themselves and their family in mm-hmm. a better way. And if you do hate someone for that, you should probably take a long, hard look at yourself. Yeah. You got to be able to understand people. It's like, you know, the world's not going to be perfect, but it's like people are going to do at the end of the day what's better for them. We talked about the too big to fail, like automobile industries. Uh, I remember one of the last bailouts, it was like somewhere in the mid 2000s. It was like every major American car company except for like Ford. Mm-hmm. And it was because they were spending money on like they're spending pension money on yeah. like extravagant shit for the CEOs. Mm-hmm. And when it came to pay out the pensions of their employees, they, they couldn't, couldn't do, do it. it. But Ford was like, no, nah, man, we're good. We don't need a bailout because yeah. and it makes it makes it to where, you know, like I got a friend who said today, he said, uh, that's why I like to buy Ford instead of these other car companies because I don't want to support shit like that. Even if, you know, main event changed hands or whatever, it's like a statement for him, right? Mm-hmm. And that's admirable and I get it. But another friend of mine also said, because we were all talking about it today, he's like, well, at the end of the day, he's like, I get that, but at the end of the day, I want to get what's good, right for me. Yeah. And that's how it is for me. Like, I, I drive a Chevy and it's not because I'm, I'm a truck guy or something and I shit on other trucks. It's just, it was the right buy for me. I like to look at the new Colorado uh, I bought, you know, the mid-range model. It's going to last me a long time. I don't tow anything besides, like, some wood from Lowe's. It's what's right for me. Yeah. And people have the same look at uh, political views. Like, you're, most people are going to do what's right for them. It's like you got to vote your conscious, and a lot of your conscious is going to be dictated by what keeps you good. And, it, like... That's what brings me to, like, the whole labor crisis and all these things you can sort of see coming down the pipeline that could be potentially disastrous for many, many people, including yourself. You can't worry too much about it because your actions as a typical individual are not going to stop this from coming. So best thing you can do is live your life the best you can. Like, you know, we're not going to see Social Security. Everyone always says that, you know. Maybe we won't. We probably won't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we probably won't but it's like I'm not gonna like freak out about it and start like doing all this crazy shit about it because what what am I gonna change about it yeah it's like I'm just going to live my life the best I can and if if something crazy happens and my line of work's no longer viable because that's the way the conflict ended I'm gonna go find something else to do and live the life the best I can mm-hmm. in a different way you can't like by all means do what you can to secure your livelihood and that of your family. But at the same time, if you're like me, there's certain things I just can't stand for. There, and at the end of the day, whether I'm working at a plant or stocking shelves at Lowe's, as long as I can pay my bills, as long as I can live a decent life, I'm going to do what I have to do in accordance to what I feel is right. And that's all you can do. Yeah. And it's one of those things of life is hard and painful enough. And like people trying to make their life a little bit easier is something I think everyone can get. And you can't really blame people for that. It's one of those things of it's just the reality of how things are. Um, Granted, like the commodification of everything that we have isn't helping. It's the idea of like, oh, you bought great value cheese. You're lesser than me. No, fuck that, bro. Like let people do what what they want to do and do what they need to do. Granted, like, don't go robbing banks and shit. Don't go hurting other people. Right. But, like, this commodification of 
everyday essentials that people it's, need. It's, it's the, insane. It's the uh, prestige of certain products. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about, me and Britton hashed on it a lot during one of our more recent episodes, uh, like supplements mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. eating healthy. Like people always say like eating <coughs> healthy is too expensive, and it's it's, it's not. not. It's eating not healthy is not expensive. It's just, you know, you look up healthy recipes and your Google search results are going to show you like articles by people who are, who are eating avocados every fucking meal. We can't afford that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to take chase these fad health diets to eat healthy. And But it's that's the cool thing to do, you know. It's not going to tell you buy great value cheese. It's going to tell you buy some nice aged cheddar or some shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm... I'm a culinary snob, and I can afford it, so I'm going to buy shit that I want to buy, but I still buy cheap shit. Mm-hmm. If I can get away with cheap shit, I'm buying the cheap eggs. I'm, you know, I'm buying good cheese. Yeah, if you're making, like, <laughs> yeah, if you're making like fucking burritos at right. home, you're going to buy like great value Fiesta mix. You know? Dude, I'm going yeah, to buy. I'm going to buy cheap shit, but if, it's if like you're going for, if you're going for like an, like an exotic meal, you're going to buy shit. Dude, I'm going to buy. Meal. Yeah. I'm going to buy tilapia because it's cheap and it's good. And it's not as bad for you as everyone wants you to believe. And, like, I find it interesting whenever you're talking about the prestige behind everything. Yeah. Like, it changes in culture to culture. Like, if you look at the Uruguay, Uruguay, however you say it, I'm Uruguay. Texas it's, education. Yeah, so. right. we, we, yeah um, everyone knows what you're talking about. It's, it's also, one of those things. Did you just heinous, call me by gay? The way. <coughs> <laughs> Got him. But he just said you're a gay. <laughs> it's one of those things of it's the F word. socially... Inacceptable to flaunt your wealth and flaunt that stuff down there. Right. Everyone is wearing working class attire, even if you're not, because you don't want to make Fle- people. Flexing isn't the thing down there. Yeah. And it's one of those things of like, it makes sense. Just be humble with yourself. Like, right. if you want to buy a nice watch, I get it. I wear a nice watch because Same here. I need it to work. Yeah. But I don't go and buy a Rolex. I buy like a citizen that's good right. enough like, for I what I need. G-Shock. Yeah. But it's, this is a, all right, listen, man. I had a lot of in-store credit at a jewelry store for unfortunate reasons, and I don't wear jewelry. So what the fuck else was I going to buy? So I got an $800 uh, G-Shock. It's like that's just – I had the money to sp- spend. I couldn't spend yeah, it anywhere else. But it's also one of those things like you wear that every day. I've had this for years. It's got – it's scarred, beaten, and scuffed, and it still works, and I need it for yeah, my job. Same. I don't need – I don't need it this expensive of one. But I don't wear it to flex. No one's going to look at my watch and think, think it's expensive unless I tell them it is. Yeah, that yeah. looks exactly like the G-Shock I had. That was like $70. Yeah. A G-Shock is a G-Shock is a G-Shock. It's got a lot of features, though. It's pretty badass. Yeah. But, I mean... I mean, just like looking... No flex. It, yeah. No flex. No flex. Like, I mean... <coughs> I wear... All flex. Fuck you, peasants. I wear cheap Walmart single-color T-shirts. All, all my T-shirts have designs on them or gifts. God, I fucking love that shirt so I much. Know, I, I, I think you wore that shirt last fucking episode, dude. I love I that shirt I have, like, six so shirts. Much. I have, like, six shirts. What am I going to do? Dude, I need so many fucking... I need clothes so bad. Same. That's a nice shirt, though. <clears throat> Thank you. That was a gift. Like, two exactly. years ago. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Hell yeah, it's my turn. Go ahead, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to tell us about his furries again. No, no. Actually, I just want to get y'all's opinion on something. Um, it's it's a little bit on subject. No, I will not elaborate. Thank you, Brady. Um, okay, Brady. It, it's, it's a little bit on subject of what Ty said about how the world is heading towards, like, you know, not necessarily like a shit storm, but, like, things are going to get worse before they get better, obviously. Um, I wanted to get y'all's opinion on this, and this is something I think about often, um, and that's social media and its impact on the world we live in. Mm. Um and here's my statement on this, and I'll allow you to elaborate on what you have to say. Um, so 
back in the 1700s, 1800s, uh, whenever a country had a statement to say, the person in power, the president, was the voice of that nation. Um, and that voice was not only said to the nation during certain events; it was broken down to families all over the world or all over the country. Um, it was just kind of a it was kind of an innate idea that whatever the president said was what the country backed. Like that was just how it was. He back then they didn't have um, Telegram, they didn't have Twitter. That that was our spokesperson. And then of course, as time went on, news outlets and uh, media was able to pick up, and they were able to bring the word of the president out to the people. And in this, the people were able to voice their concerns more heavily back towards the president. And then, you know, opinions are expressed further and further. But now in this world of social media we live in, we don't, and I mean, we are connected to people all over the world. Like, we may have a um, political issue right now with Russia, but you get on Facebook, you can be in a group with a couple of Russians, and they might be your good friends. Like, you don't necessarily hate the Russians. You, you've, like, you, you have, you're friends with them, and that's totally fine. But back then, prior to social media, if the president said yeah. we had an issue with Russia, you had an issue with Russia. It's like, just like, but and I'll let you. I'll let you elaborate on this side. But what I wanted to say though is like, I truly believe our generation coming into that is so exposed to media is able to see the true beliefs of people and citizens of every country, and I don't think it's going to be as bad as people believe it to be. Um, and what I mean by this is. Um, yes, there are strong-suited, you know, hard believers of the Russian side, of the American side, of every country. That's totally fair. Um, but I, what I think is interesting is the fact that people are now able to communicate with citizens of this other country without the president's say. Um, there can be a political discussion between uh, – it can even happen in discord of all places. Mm-hmm. Like um, a, a group of, you know, Russian um, advocates and people that live in Russia, Russian citizens having conversation with American citizens – and they could come to an agreement just over talk, you know, like this is our belief on things. Well, that's cool. And kind of look at what you are saying is like we don't want our way of life being affected. I truly believe there are people in Russia that don't want to go to war. They just want to they want a better way of life. And there are people in America with the same exact mindset. Um, I mean, like without all the political charge and, you know, the wrongdoings that both sides want to do to each other. I believe in the middle it's becoming more and more apparent that there are people that just don't get, they don't want that. And now we can say that. And now we can actively express that. Now you go to YouTube and you have your creators who are now your voices. They're now the ones who say out loud to the masses and are millions of followers what you believe in. And you're no longer going to a political figure to make these statements for the world. The world can now hear these political statements on a single YouTube channel. And the comments will agree and converge and dispute their own beliefs or disbeliefs. Um, but I feel like that's... That's an extremely power. Now this can be used badly too. Oh, there's definitely negative. There's there's definitely negative. I mean, like the the same positivity that can be spread with social media is also a highway back with negativity. And I just, I, I truly believe that the generation coming in is more open to these ideas. The generation right now in charge of our political climate is so hell bent on World War One and two and the um like the the Vietnam War and. The Cold War, like they they are, so they I, live they live in that era. They're also mind. disconnected so from. What they're disconnected say, from the world we live in. What I have and to that's say okay. directly piggybacks off of that, and if I want to get it in real quick, so uh, after World War II, uh, Harley, the motorcycle company, they sold their bikes like the they gave bikes to the war effort, mm-hmm. and you were able to purchase your bike when you got out, right? And uh, the U.S. government also cut a lot of deals with Harley, and uh, 
their marketing was like American made and shit like that. Uh, objectively, Japanese bikes are better uh, quality wise. Like quality, like quality I hope control. you're ready for hate comments. I know, I know, but like quality wise, they are. From but all seventeen thing, of our listeners, was, and a big part of it was Japanese bikes weren't popular because people because they weren't American made. And like, because we had Lily just like, gotten you know, out he, of a war. He knows, he knows. Like, there's you'll find old people that were alive back then that they would, like my my friend, his like parents and his grandparents would refuse to purchase anything from Japan after the Second World War for obvious reasons, you know, because we just got out of war with them. But like he was saying, back in the day, if like your king told you that this kingdom was a bunch of assholes. You hated everyone from that kingdom. You had like that was how it worked. It was a very tribal thing. It's like, but now it's fucking. We might have problems with, you know, say we start having problems with Japan again or something. It's like there's still products from there that people are gonna buy because sometimes it's just better products. And if it wasn't, if if social media existed back in the like 40s, in the form it was today, I think. Like things as simple as like the motorcycle industry would be so much different because people would be like, look, just because we got to war with them, like this is still objectively the better product, right? You know, but uh, I could talk about the but, whole. But do you see what I'm saying? Though, do you like so, out of all of that, just real quick before you say that, do you, do you see what I'm saying? No, that's though? what I'm saying is that that is I'm illustrating how you're right because that that's how it is. Is now that we have social media, you can sort of like there's no. Like Trump when he like started embargoing and like putting trade things against like China and shit. Yeah, it's like first off, um, not a fan, but anyway, <laughs> of China. But anyway, it's like not a fan. But you know, just because, just because the Chinese government is doing a bunch of shady shit, does not mean like all their citizens. It doesn't mean the mm-hmm. country. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, exactly. And like governments can go against governments, but let the people be people. And I'm gonna have a little bit more doomer, a little bit more nuanced view on it. Okay. I think social media had a phenomenal potential to do mm-hmm. what y'all are saying. Let people see eye to eye with other people, other working class people, people just like them, who through happenstance of birth were born in a different plot of ground. And even those less fortunate too. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of those things of the potential was amazing. But what has failed is the, again, the commodification of it, the advertisements and the social media algorithm. Mm-hmm. Like Facebook is a phenomenal example of how bad things can get. That is, like a, little, there that, were, that is a little doomer. I mean, you're right, but at the same time, like... There were like literal ethnic cleansings orchestrated in like Asia yes, on Facebook. That's and why they I'm not, not a fan. Yeah. And they didn't do anything about it because it would hurt their profit motive. Yeah. And it's also, I'm going to disagree with what you said about like if it had happened earlier, it would have been better. Because I think that the propensity of our generation to be able to use social media and use it critically versus the boomers and uh, other generations mm-hmm. is directly tied to the scientific literacy of the generation. Yeah, Our generation is very familiar with the internet. We're yeah. very familiar with research and that, fact that, checking. That's why even though Facebook, like, like you're saying, and like other like private companies are... You know, we know they're actively censoring things and doing things based on their private profit margin because of our literacy and the fact that like we are who we are, like our generation and stuff. We're able to, you know, we're still able to see 
even despite some, these things. Some of us are, but there is a large portion of people who are still just feeding into these but, confirmation biases. And you're right, but is it not better to have some? And I'm not sure what the answer is on that. Yeah, because that's an interesting point because you're reaching a larger audience a country than you would have before. Mm-hmm. So the negative outcome is going to expand exponentially of course. as with the positive outcome. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, if you're go- driving on a straight line and you go two degrees to the left, you're going to go off the road eventually. That small adjustment, the farther you go is a larger distance. Mm-hmm. So like the same thing with like when you reach a larger audience, like you're gonna have more positive and more negative, and it's gonna keep going. It's a cone. So it's, yeah. It's, yeah. you can't and measure it. You can't to, quantify it. To me, it's one of those things of the burden of ensuring reliability of content is a difficult thing to answer because yeah. where where is the motive on where is the burden lie on you, the individual, versus where does the burden lie on someone else to verify with the information that they are propagating uh, and sharing? I, and there are propaganda sites that are doing a phenomenal job oh, on yeah. Facebook. Uh, there's a really good book that breaks out like. This, this disinformation type stuff and fake news it's uh, active measures I'm, I'm not sure of the guy who wrote it um, but it breaks down how fake news and false information has been spread throughout history right and you're seeing a big increase of it on social media mm. and it's like one of the things like with Facebook's algorithm the angry reaction was valued like five times more than any other reaction for a hot minute yeah and that led to more people just being more and more negative and whenever it's a Breitbart article that's damning the left saying the Democrats are satanic pedophiles who want to murder babies and more and more people are seeing that that's right. just creating a more and more toxic atmosphere exactly for the world as a whole mm. um, I just want to say though and I, I know where you're coming from Isaac and I, I agree with you on that. I mean kind of on both of this like with, with social media there's a positive there's a negative there's a bad spectrum there's a good spectrum there's a lot of good shit that's come from social media there's a lot of bad shit that's come from social media but it's a mixed bag ju- it, it is but just to elaborate on what I was saying though and just to go further into that um, social media in the sense I believe has brought in, brought people and groups of people uh, closer to an understanding of each other's situation um, and what I mean by that is back in like again the early 1800s even um, whenever a country had some shit to say about another country, it was it was posters, it was propaganda, it was um, somebody illustrating their boomeristic ideas on another country. It's mm-hmm. uh, they're a shithole. We shouldn't support Russia. We I, shouldn't support. And I mean, not to say that what they were doing at the time was right, because by no means was it right. But that that is the government. But what I'm saying now is like, um, I can get on in something as simple as TikTok or Facebook. And I can see the way that these people are living. Mm-hmm. I can see Russian college students playing Call of Duty, just having a good time. And I can see families just celebrating you know, Christmas. And I can see people just coming together. And that, to me, draws a, a closer resemblance of humanity between us. And I can draw that connection, whereas prior to social media, I probably wouldn't have been able to do that as bad. Yeah. You know, prior to social media, my country would want me to see these guys as less than me. It's, and su- the, it's, such, and a, that, it's such a hard question to answer because it, it is, at the end of the day, it, it, it boils down to which has, like, so if the entire country agrees that, you know, X country is bad because they were told that through propaganda and everything else versus... A large portion of people are being told that on social media, but some people are also being told, like, seeing the good side. Sure. Like, which is worse? Which one? It, which one is coming out? On like, the other is media? social media being misused in a lot of places? Yes. Absolutely. 
But I do think, and I think, like I said, it's not definitive. I do believe that it's maybe not, it's not more positive than negative, but it's probably better than not having it. But and I, I think it's pretty even because the human, being able to humanize people across the world yeah. is a phenomenal thing. Sure. Um, but at the same time, it's also the way the internet has been managed mm. into cesspools of hatred <coughs> scattered just, throughout. Yeah, I echo think, chambers. I don't think like everything. the FCC should ever step in and try to like uh, what they were trying to do a while ago censor the internet. I don't think the internet should be censored because I, I mean it's like a public park. Like shit's going to happen there either way. Um, whether you but try it, to but it, it is being censored. But it, it is being censored in the right ways, like no, CPs stuff being, like that. Like well, that that's be, good, but it's being censored. Like just content by but, the private companies that like right. the prop like like you can go to like Vimeo instead of YouTube if you want. Yeah, you're not going to because you're not going to make as much money off of it. Well, mm-hmm. what, what I'm getting at though, yeah, I mean, there's no like social platform. But like YouTube's Facebook. going to censor your content based on what's what they see is good for their site. Sure, like there's Be- so many controversies. They're, they're, about they're this. a private company. Okay, so to to piggyback on that, um, one thing that I've seen, uh, people are upset that Walmart is going almost entirely uh, self checkout. And people are getting pissed at them, and they're saying, "Well, if you're going to start doing self checkout, you better pay me when I go in there." They are a goddamn private company; they can do whatever Which, that, the fuck that's they like, want. That's kind of apples to oranges, because like yeah, with, with like YouTube and stuff, it's they are perfectly legally able to do any sort of censorship they should. But just because something's legal doesn't mean it's just. Yes, and I, it's I the agree. legality versus versus morality exactly. argument. Yeah, and like when Facebook was trying to become like public domain. Yeah, and, and it's one of those things of like as. Like you're right. Like you, what you're saying about YouTube will censor stuff based off of its profit margin. Yeah. Conversely, it will refuse to censor stuff based off oh, its profit yeah, margin. There's as a lot well. of very bad things. Mm-hmm. You're getting perfectly fine things. Like there's nothing wrong with it being censored because like it doesn't go with what they're trying to push. He, at that so point. We can talk about this because they're public fi- figures, right? So are you guys familiar with like Ethan Klein, H3H3, stuff like that? I am not. Uh, not really. So not. I'll, I'll I'll give you a quick overview, but like I'm really quick. They were commentary YouTubers. They're really big now. They have a lot of money. Uh, But they've also been shown to be very hypocritical and stuff. And a lot of the videos, because they're big, right? A lot of the videos criticizing them by smaller YouTubers have been struck down for no, like there's no discernible, like there's no way to act, there's no actual like guideline or anything that it goes against. It's it follows fair use. It follows everything like it's supposed to. It's being struck down, and it's because you know H three H three and like Ethan Klein, all of them. They're they're getting YouTube to do this, and YouTube's mm-hmm. going to do it because they're making more money off of them than they are these smaller YouTubers. And like I see, I have a acquaintance who does TikTok for a living, mm-hmm. uh, TikTok and Twitch, and their content on TikTok was removed, and the company wouldn't give them access to the site, which they we're making six figures a year off of advertisements for the site. Mm. And it was essentially a bunch of people. She was, she was a furry. Oh, um, that's unfortunate. The people <laughs> hopped in and I'm cut this out. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> did mass flag reporting on it because they didn't like the content. And that, no, that's what I meant by yeah. that's unfortunate. Yeah. I didn't mean her being a furry. I mean, that's also unfortunate, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, 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 like I said earlier, I'm not going to, First of all, I'm a big fan of not reporting anything. I don't think you should report anything. If you do, you're a you're a cuck. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, I will uh, uh, I will report something if it's a okay, call to violence. Okay, yes, That's yes, roughly where uh, I go. Yes, but yeah. like when it comes to just because I don't like the content, 
I'm not going to report it just because I don't like the content. Exactly. Yeah, same. that I'll get behind. Um, I'm just going to keep scrolling. Yeah. yeah. If I don't, if you don't like it, just keep moving. Because that's fucked I up. Just, they they really fucked them up. They yeah. fucked them TikTok up. TikTok has and they some did, weird they fucking rules. That. Also, I, I just wanted to like close real quick on my my comment on social media, and this is kind of what I was trying to get to with the whole thing I started. Um, this generation, and I say this generation as in our age, probably up to thirty, then then younger. Um, I truly believe, like as they grow in this social media world, because it's not going anywhere. This is their reality now. Like they are born with Oculus as readily available. They're ready for the metaverse, whatever the fuck you want to call it. This is their world now. And as we grow older into this world, I believe that our generations that are coming in to political holds, to coming into, um, you know, they're becoming the the future, you know, lawmakers of this country. Um, their mindsets on the world that they see, hopefully the right ones, um, will be more charged with people looking for looking kind of the eyes that I see here and the, the positivity of the world in other countries. Yeah, I'd like to think that, but I, I don't think it's going to be I, I true. I think that our political figures right now are still hell-bent on the 60s and 70s. Well, they are, but I... I've, but that, I, that generation yeah, will fade they're out. in their I'd 60s be, and 70s. That's be, the problem. I'd yeah. love to be optimistic and think when our generation gets there, things will improve, but I also want to be pragmatic and say it probably won't. Things will change. Things, things they will change. Is is a is a word. They will change. But things will definitely change. That's accurate. It's <laughs> crazy to think about though is the voting that was done online is very close in similarity to cryptocurrency in the way of the exchange. It's always thought that was a really fun thing to point out. Is based on a value of set numbers based on the total amount of votes and census of the United States. So. And, it's such an easily exploitable system. It's, I'm just saying, if we go to online voting, there's going to be a shit ton of controversy. It's, it's yeah. funny that you brought up the metaverse, because did you know that oh, that shit. was stolen from the spirituality realm? Fuck you, dude. No, <laughs> so, yeah. So, Spirit Science does have a fucking uh, video, video on the metaverse. The, the Matrix. Metaverse. The metaverse is The bioverse or some shit. Yeah, yeah, it's like the dreamverse or something. He, he, said, he said, oh, look, Facebook coined the term metaverse for VR, so I'm going to use it. Because it's hot right now, so I can hashtag it and get more views. And I think one of the ideas he put forth... So I'm going to invent something and say it's been around forever, even though I've never called it this. So, And like one of the ideas he put forth in that, which I find laughable, was that, like I think it was the Atlanteans he was referencing. Oh, fuck. But they didn't need a written language because their dreams were so vivid, and they were so in control of their dreams. Yeah. And it was ancestral. They could just relive events in their they, dreams, they said, and they therefore said they there was no need to... walk around the memory. Yeah. Bro, like, they're, they're fucking living the animus from fucking... Yeah, like basically from, from Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Pretty much. Basically, it's like... Putting on your VR headset and then, bro, could you imagine picking a memory and then walking around yourself in the oh memory? Oh boy, I can't wait to play Mayan Simulator later. <laughs> Listen, that's that's why the Egyptians had helicopters and we don't have reference of it is because they were <laughs> their dreams were so vivid they could just relive no, bro, they, it. The why would we write it down? Saw, Fuck it, dude. You saw the hieroglyph, bro. That was definitely a helicopter, dude. <laughs> that was that was bro, that hieroglyph was a depiction of all the genders. Okay, that was the Apache. <laughs> Uh, that's all right. That's a joke, guys. That's a joke. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That, no, nobody here is going. We're not. We're not like that. That's a joke. It's funny though. It's fucking hilarious. But I I find it a bit obnoxious and unoriginal. But like, I mean, let's I just know. go back it's, to well, Greece it's, where everybody I, just sat in saunas. I all day I said it ironically. Fun. Okay, like you know what I mean. Like I know I'm, what you mean. I'm making fun of the people who say it. 
If I'm that on makes board sense. with that. I'm on board with that. Yeah, because I'm not. I'm not fucking. Embrace human nature. We we use we use the pronouns you tell us to use. That's the type of people we are. If you want to yeah. go by an adjective, or we know. try to, but we're probably gonna slip up like you everyone go else by does. A verb? Absolutely. <laughs> Can I buy a vowel? If you want to go by Sprint, I will call you Sprint. Memes aside. It's hard to meme aside in this fucking podcast. Cults are bad. Cults are bad. Uh, social media is bad. Cults are Ish. bad and good. It's bad and good. It's good and bad. Cults are bad and good. No, no they're, they're bad. bad. Cults are definitely bad. They're definitely bad. use the bite model to analyze. I, I do like how we basically boil down cults into a country being in a cult. I feel like that was the line I was drawing down. I mean, I mean like, historically... You, you do actually have a, a very good point. Historically, if you control the information someone gets, you yeah. can eat, like, yeah, information be, control, it's on the Bible. All the American yeah. citizens from 1776 until, like, 1850 were a part of a cult. Sorry about it, if you're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still, a, if you're still alive. <laughs> he does have a good point. Well, with that being said, I have nothing else to say. That was two hours of my life well spent. I've got a lot to say, but I'm I'm about ready to just chill. Chill. I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry. I'm ready to say some things that I can't say on the podcast, so let's hurt. He's going to come out as a furry, and we will let you know about that on the Twitter. I would never say that on the podcast. Don't worry. Oh, I'll get a the art to the Twitter. The secret phrase for this episode is just fucking DM us. We don't care what you say. I care what you say. Hold on a minute, Dakota. No, like, I mean... Just so long as you DM us, we're lonely. What's up? Unless What's it's up? about your mental health, then please contact a therapist. We're, we hope you're doing well. <laughs> uh, the, the code word is the pyramids were ancient powerhouses. Close enough. That's The close. pyramids were satellites trying to contact Orion's belt. Just message us and say the Mayans are stupid. <laughs> and the Egyptians were better. You hear it here first. I, I'm actually pre- I'm, I'm changing my opinion. Egypt does look pretty dope, though. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, that sandcastle island on the Minecraft server, though. Yo, sand be looking kind of dope. Yo, Cairo will be going hard, bro. Yeah, fuck the Mayans. The old Mayans. You know what's even better? Current Mayans still exist. You know what's, <laughs> you know what's better than the pyramids? Oh, a pizza. Yeah. A geode city. Pizza. Oh, pizza. Oh, there's pizza. There's yeah, pizza. Yeah, I'm done. I'm good. Yes, I'm good. Guys, right. good. Yeah. Nice talking. Y'all have a good glad night. Right. We're glad to have Isaac out here. He's a good friend of ours. I'm glad we got to spend some time with him. You guys get to introduce to him as well. All, all four of you guys. Thanks for having me. Daniel yeah. fucking died. <laughs>